0: Hey everybody. How's it going? Howdy, howdy. <laughs> I'm realizing I can I can hear the music a little bit. If it's too loud over under, or underneath our talking, let me know. I don't I don't know if it's going to distract me or not. It's the the excellent oh. menu music for for Metroid Prime is playing.
1: I mean, the menu music for Metroid Prime is some of the it's some you know, it's some of the best title screen music, I think. It is. It like is. We, we did not choose that is our title screen music choice. That is true. uh, For our 30 day challenge that we recorded this week.
0: Yeah. We recorded a 30, 30 day game music challenge between the two of us on, what was it? Thursday we did it. Yeah. (laughs) And we recorded it. It was almost three hours long. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm in the process of, of editing that down. That's going to be out this week at some point. And (laughs) I think it's going to be fun. You know, it it has, it has 60 songs. Obviously we both, I uh, didn't have any repeats between the two of us.
1: I mean, we almost had a repeat with one particular game. Yeah, well, I it's mean, one like particular a different version of the same song.
0: Uh, it's true, it's true. But it's—I mean—I it's, think it's gonna be—it's gonna be fun. But I—I'm I, quickly realizing that when it when it has reached that length of of it's gonna be over two hours, no matter what I do. And I realized, like, okay, so I'm not going to, like, go too crazy on editing this thing to make it as tight as I can possibly make it. Because once once you're, like, (laughs) over, like, feature-length film length, you might as well just, you know, just, like, let it go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. Anyways, I think I thought about uh playing some metroid prime tonight because it's been a long time since i played it and uh it is the it is the game of the it's the the M-Lig, uh game club game of the month that goes on in our in our uh, patreon discord and uh everyone's been playing it but i have not started it and i'm going to uh i'm just going to enjoy it uh, first so for are you fun. playing on
1: gamecube or we, or
0: we I, i'm i'm playing on gamecube
1: okay I've still never played the you know the versions of one and two with threes controls. Oh, I've always wanted to because like I only play the last time I played th- all the way through any of these games was when uh was when Prime Three came out.
0: Oh wow! So it's it's, it's, it's been a little and while. So I,
1: I haven't. I mean, you know, I've like booted them up to like record footage, but I've not like played through any of them. Um. And uh, yeah, so I've I've never played with updated controls, but I always love Metroid Prime 3's controls.
0: Yeah, they're fun, and you know I I played through the play I played through it on on that Wii last, uh-huh. and it's it's been a little while since I played this version. But as you can see, I've you know I've, I've put some some decent amount of time into this game. Over the I can't of two... really
1: see because I'm looking at like 144p on my TV right now. Oh,
0: well, I have two save files on here. I have uh, my original 84%. It is an 18-hour playthrough and a uh, 100% playthrough at 14 hours.
1: Oh, so you did do 100%. Yeah. I did as well. I, I, I've i played it like... I thought it would be fun to play
0: with the, with the Fusion suit because I've never done that before.
1: Oh okay, I've played it two or three times. I think
0: uh, we don't we don't do not have uh, Terra Onion modes. Uh, we hope to do a video on it, and I, you know, I'm kind of getting an extra one so that I can put one in a Dreamcast as well.
1: Saw that there was um,
0: oh there there was a, a two dollars. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh,
1: for the love of the game, said talking about that week, Oh, there was a JRP Reviews who pledged uh, a dollar. I don't know if that was on Patreon or YouTube uh, members, but thank you either way.
0: I'm going to crank up the brightness a little bit because it's 40p games on PVM or are sometimes kind of dark. So I'm just going to crank up the...
1: Sandy, come here.
0: And I got to reverse... This. People in the
1: chat are saying hi to you. Say hi Sandy. <laughs> yeah. What's up I'm there? On normal the TV? It's been Sandy. a long time. She's barking at something on the TV, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Sandy might make a little bit of a cameo in that 30-day challenge yeah. video. She, uh... She was... I mean, it really wasn't anywhere near dinner time. I think she was just bored. So she was just being fussy. <laughs> and she she happened to be staring at me when I was talking about the Kingdom of Sandoria in Final Fantasy XI, which may or may not... uh be a game that is featured in one of my choices <laughs> on the video. And uh, I was talking about how she is named after the kingdom of Sandoria. Aren't you, Sam?
0: Uh, the setup tonight is I am playing on a PDM via component cables, official, official component cables. But I am sending video to the stream using a we or now we uh, uh, GC duel uh, hdmi output so it's 480p you're seeing there okay and so um, you're you, you it, could it,
1: it, use the ossc though if you want i, I could yes but, but you I, just have the option to do hdmi or ossc catch. Um. i wonder how up to date your firmware on that is
0: uh it does not have the newest firmware
1: yeah, because like I, I don't know if like the GC, if the firmware is compatible with GC Dual, if it like has to be a separate thing or not. But, uh, you know the, um, you know it's it's been like in what the past year probably that some of the, you know the color edge issues were were solved. Right, that.
0: and you know when I, uh, when I when I see Dan, Dan Coons next, I will uh, I'll get it taken care of.
1: <laughs> the Citizen Kane of video games. I mean, <laughs> this it, it is a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. I mean, it's it's probably my favorite Metroid game.
0: Yeah, it's probably my second favorite after Super.
1: I mean, I feel like this is. You know as controversial at the time as the first person uh, uh, uh the first person perspective was like I feel like it's a perfect conversion of the Metroid concept into three d like oh, it's, yeah yeah it's one of i it, is i would say one of the best examples of like a two d game design being converted into three d and still retaining the, the spirit of what it was all about. Yes. Even though the pers the first person perspective, you know, might make you might make you think otherwise, you know, in a, a very superficial way. <laughs> also we got five dollars. Thank you. Ooh. From uh Tra- trajawi saying as as Noctis said to his crew, you guys are the best. <laughs> I, I can't I can't remember Noctis being quite so forthright with his compliments, but uh, but thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't remember anything
1: about Nactus, period. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he had Tetsuya Nomura Mura hair. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't need to waste all my time scanning stuff. How do I feel about
1: Castlevania 3 I love Castlevania III. Um But I've only finished it one time, I think. Possibly twice. Eh, maybe I've done it twice. I've probably done it twice. Uh, I really like it. I feel like it would be my favorite Castlevania game if it were a little bit easier and that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to one day finally playing the my Famicom cartridge of uh, uh, was Akamajo Densetsu, I think <laughs> is the Japanese title, uh, because it, it, it is not as brutally difficult. I don't think they I think you take less damage, which the amount of damage you take in, uh the American version, it, it gets mean because, like, the amount of damage you take goes up based on the level. So by the time you get to the last level, you're taking, like, some like four hits of damage for any attack. So, like, you can get hit, like, three times and that's it. Or maybe you can, I think you get hit twice and then the third time is you're dead. Something like that. Like, it's, it is is not very generous. uh the japanese version though i as far as i understand does not up the the damage in the same way
0: do you i mean the second one i feel like is is a pretty big disappointment
1: Second Metroid Prime? Yeah. Oh, I agree. For sure. Um, which, <sighs> I don't remember, like, specifically all the issues I had with it, but it just, something about it was a little off, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, which was surprising to me, because I was really excited about the whole, like, multi-dimensional aspect of it because that I always like that kind of thing like the Dark World and Zelda. Yeah. The the two realms in Soul Reaver and I I, I love that crap. But for some reason, Metroid Prime 2, not the most amazing game, but I mean, like on its own, like not compared to the other prime games, I guess it's probably still pretty good, but you're, you're right. It was a disappointment. Three though. I loved, I don't, I don't really know what the prevailing opinion on three is. I feel like a a lot of people might dislike it like on grounds of motion controls. Uh, I I think it
0: works pretty well on that.
1: It does work really well. Like, but I feel like a lot of people like are just like motion controls equals bad, not giving this a chance. Not yeah. not you know, but um, I I think the, the controls are fantastic. The Wii really excels at, at pointer controls. You know, regardless of what you think of Waggle or anything. Right? Yeah. Um. I think it I think it succeeds at pointer controls, and I I loved the overall. Even though it was like separated into like I think three different planets, I still thought that the uh, the flow of the game was very good, and I really enjoyed like the whole aura unit aspect for the story like you you kind of get to see what mother brain is you know right like there are other things like mother brain and they're not necessarily bad she was just like one of these aura units that was like repurposed for the space pilots. um there was a 499 thank you from paul sutton so you, you playing this in response to Nintendo announcing last week that WayForward was working on a new two D Metroid. So psyched for that! Wait, is 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 he joking, or have I just been like so not paying attention to anything?
0: Uh, I for some reason I thought they were announcing. They announced a, like they're doing like Bakugan or something like that. That's what WayForward was doing. Did they actually say that he is joking? Okay, so, I mean, I think it would have been bigger. It would have been bigger news.
1: I mean, the, the the degree to which I've been paying attention to uh, to uh, the the internet the past couple of weeks, uh, I, I would not be surprised if I somehow missed something like that. <laughs> uh, also, there was uh, another five dollars from Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, saying, "Sup guys, how have you been? Just got a fake three D audio thing set up." on my PC so I can get 3D audio out of the Dolby pro logic to surround mode in dolphin. I don't know anything much about that. It sounds um, cool.
2: Like
1: yeah. You. Uh, I mean, I, have been kind of thinking, um, uh, I've been kind of thinking a bit about, uh, uh you know, the, how they've announced the, the, fancy audio features of the PS5. Like I don't, I'm really curious like if that's going to result in, especially since like I already have a surround sound system and it seems to be targeted more toward enhancing the audio experience for two speakers, but maybe it also does for multi speakers. I, I don't, I don't know, but like I've been thinking about that lately because just because I was thinking about how good the surround sound and I, I've been playing The Last of Us Part Two. And the the surround sound is very good, I feel. Yeah. Like I don't have Atmos speakers and I don't think the PS4 can do Atmos anyway. But like there have been times where it did a very good job of somehow almost making me feel like sounds were coming above from above me. wondering if I'll even have enough space for ps5 and Xbox series X uh, I was I was worried about that as well uh, I I'm pretty sure it'll be just fine the way I've got things set up I was hoping to put the ps5 underneath the um, switch and the Xbox series X but like I, I I know it's possible to put it horizontal, but like it kind of almost looks like it's not really meant to be that way. So, but it, there should be enough room for me to put both vertical, just barely. But there should. Be. Well, Turbo Greg said. Uh, Love your vids. I set up my own 28 inch Sony Transron CRT and all my retro systems just because your vids gave me an itch and need to scratch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I saw a a Ben Brody donation as
1: well. Ooh. $2. But Corey isn't allowed to have any of it at all. Well, you know, unfortunately we'll probably forget that unless you donate two dollars that I am not allowed to have. <laughs> well
0: you did last week.
1: Oh oh was that? Yeah. Oh I wasn't allowed to have any?
0: Now the two dollars. So now we're even.
1: Alright. I'm counting on you to keep track, Ben Brody. <laughs>
0: A pretty Man, good I don't, job don't know of... why
1: my stream is coming in at, at bad quality. I don't need it. That's wrong, Sammy. What do you mean? I am completely
0: convinced, though, that the reason that there's not been a a Metroid Five is because they don't know what to do with this character design. <laughs> Honestly, oh, you there's... mean
1: yeah? You mean to a, a, an actual follow up to? fusion chronologically
0: yes because I, I, I just don't think that they know what to do with the character design anymore it's not it,
1: i mean she is, is like, the, she's like fused with her suit now right something
0: like that i don't i mean i don't remember but it's, it's not exactly a, <laughs> a look that is is that great especially since the character has, been, has appeared in so many other places now And with the the classic look, they don't want (laughs) to change the look of the character. Well, I
1: mean, it, it wouldn't really be hard to, like, build upon the fusion suit because the fusion suit is very, like, it's much smaller and fits more tightly on her body. So, like, you could build armor on top of that very easily that would look more like what we would expect Samus to look like. Yeah. There was another, uh, the good old uh, $2 Ben Brody's. Uh, uh, <laughs> two more, but you have to pretend to be like Vector Man. D- does Vector Man have a voice? I, I just I just know he kind of he just stands like this, like in his idle pose.
0: Yeah, it's like he's kind of dancing. I can't remember. He does have a voice, I'm pretty sure. I, can't I,
1: I have to confess, like, as much as I wish I liked Vector Man, I've never, I mean, I haven't the idea played is good. Defensively, but every time I've tested them out, I'm kind of like, mm, I want to like this, but, like, he takes up so much space on the screen, and mm-hmm. I feel like I can never really see enough information about where I'm jumping to or this or that. Uh-oh. Uh, can you look at the stream? Because there's a Jonathan Henson, and my resolution is too low to really read it.
0: Uh, I cannot. But let me, uh, I can go to the Streamlabs page. and read it.
1: Sorry about that. I don't know why my I've got such bad uh, stream quality right now. It's better than it was, but it's still pretty low res. Can Probably you...
0: You you can't increase it from your... Uh,
1: I'm using my TV
0: app, and I don't
1: think... Oh, I I do have quality options.
0: Uh, Okay, so uh, Jonathan Hinson with $3. Thank you. He says, uh, need advice? Uh, Oh, there's another one. Uh, He says, need advice. RetroTINK 2X Pro versus OSSC. I'm buying one tonight, the other in December which should ah. i buy first i know their technical differences just want your gut opinion
1: well it depends on how much s video or composite you might be using yeah that's true that's um true. you know if if you don't have like a modded n64 and n64 is important to you then definitely start off with the retro tank um You know, if you if you don't have a modded uh, any RGB mod NES, definitely do RetroTink. You know, basically, if you aren't in a situation where every console you want to play already has RGB or component, then starting with the RetroTink is the easy easy answer. I mean, that's it's always what I, I recommend for for starting out. Like it's it's the easiest thing to recommend And by the way, um, On uh, on the on Retro RGB, uh, I, I I haven't looked up the details uh, from Mike's announcement, but um, there was uh, something on Retro RGB about how there is a uh a retro tink that's uh, He's going to replace the classic with one that is S video and composite only. I, I heard this on the Retro RGB podcast, and I think he said that. Oh, it's like a light a light version of it, right? But he's not going to he's not planning to make any more of the classic. He's going to make continue making the pro, of course.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like, if you so get that if you need component. But if I think a lot of people use the retro primarily for Composite and S-Video, which I do, because um, I, I I almost always do Component through the OSSC. Um, so he's making it's going to be less expensive. And I, I want to say Bob said that it's going to come with an SNES S-Video cable. Slash N64 oh, I don't know. slash GameCube, which that sounds kind of cool. So I mean that that is another option. I mean there there are a number of, of retro tees.
0: There is also a five dollar donation from my Draconis. Saying,
1: I did see that saying. Have uh, you guys looked at the Creston HD scalers before? I got one. Does a great job with the odd OSSC resolutions. Work with my Samsung even five XS and the You know my my Samsung that's the, that's the one I'm reading it off of right now. It's a Samsung from I think 2011 or 2012. Uh, and it, it is not very OSSC friendly. Um. Uh, I don't know anything about the Creston HD scalers. I feel like did someone mention it before? Is this a new thing or an old thing or or, or what? Are you are you are you familiar? I, with it? Didn't
0: somebody mention it before in one of the streams? But I mean I can't remember. Yeah. I, I mean I've never tried it. Obviously. In a lot of ways, I think that the the. In- the point of this game was to recreate super metroid in in 3d like that was the main priority
1: right well which was i mean they, they had they, they had, had a, to
0: and you they know, had to
1: prove that this was going to work i mean yeah they had that's to why they, you know he has a metroid lot of the same
0: mess. same atmosphere right. starting off. i mean
1: it is a different planet you know so and the story is different but yeah i it does a good job of, of recreating that while still very much creating its own identity. But the Ooh, f- awesome. overall flow of the game is, is extremely rem- reminiscent.
0: So I have a very, like, I have the first pressing of this game. And uh, this, you have the ability to sequence break in this one where you can get the uh, the jump boots, like, right at the start. I'm pretty sure you can, like make uh, okay. like, make that jump somehow, but I don't remember how.
1: You know, I honestly don't know which version of the game I have because you know, while I did get it day one, you know, I best
0: for it's like, I don't remember how to do it.
1: I got you know, I you know, just you know, those collection purges I used to do when I got the Wii collection. I was like, oh well, I don't need this version anymore, you know. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, I did the same thing, but then I rebought this version, but I specifically looked for a version that was the the first.
1: How do you know it's the first?
0: You can tell by looking at the inside ring of the, uh, the disc. Oh,
2: okay, okay.
0: Um, I don't remember how to do it, though. But you can, you can sequence break. You can scan dash off something at the beginning. Yeah, I don't remember how to do it, but I, I've done it before. But I don't remember
1: how to do it. Uh, we got uh, five dollars from Saucer. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if that's how you say it, but that's how I'm going to say it. I uh, was saying, looked up Stone Age Gamer after hearing you guys mention it. Turns out it's like forty-ish minutes from my house. Well, that should make shipping quick. I don't, I, I, I don't. They don't have any like actual store you can go into. Yeah, they do. They, uh, oh, they do. Yeah, in in Ohio. Oh, okay. Like, do they sell? Do they sell like games, or do they just sell like their own like? Uh, Both. I mean,
0: it's like it's like a like a just like a a
1: retro game shop. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You've never been, though, have you? I mean, you're I mean, that are either.
0: Right. uh, It's like it's like three hours, I think, or so for me.
1: If you ever have a reason to go up that way, it'd be a neat thing to check out. Yeah. You know, uh, something that never uh, clicked with um, with me when uh when playing this originally uh was the it's it's 60 frames per second yeah which was not necessarily something you saw very often yeah no, uh, it's
0: pretty surprising i think on
1: gamecube it. like playstation 2 very common but Like, in action games on GameCube, uh, I feel like not that common. Very common on PS2, though. But I mean, you know, obviously, GameCube, in general, was considered to be more powerful hardware. But it just doesn't seem to be the target that uh, they went for most of the time. It does a Progressive Scan. I don't think there's any yeah, I, such thing. Yeah, I'm playing thing...
0: in, in Progressive Scan right now. Yeah, but... I, I
1: don't think there's any such thing as a Nintendo-published title on GameCube that doesn't have for I've never come across
0: Am I going back? I'm going on Oh, man.
1: People are crazy on the $5 tonight Mm. for some reason. (laughs) Thank you, uh, GamerBoyGU82. Is there a particular RGB mod for N64 that you would recommend for use on a PVM? And probably eventually an OSSC to HDMI capture. Um, It depends on, uh, I mean, a a lot of factors. Uh, There's actually several. Uh, like if you've got like one of the early, early N64s, um, like really early North American models, probably Japanese models too, but I don't think any European systems, um, you can use Voltar's, uh, RGB board, which is just a good, simple RGB amp. Um, but if you have any of the majority of other N64s, (laughs) Um, there is the Tim Worthington one. Um, and that, uh, I'm, I'm, you can put the D blur firmware on that one. I don't know a lot about it. There's also one called N64 advanced, uh, which I got a board for it not long ago. Um, and, uh, I'm actually borrowing right now. Uh, I need to finish up with. It's so I can send it back. Uh, but I'm borrowing in, uh, an N64 that has the N64 advanced mod in it right now. And it actually is it's pretty crazy because it's got um, D blur and line doubling built into it. So you can actually optionally output 480p, like not increasing the internal resolution or anything. Um, I'm not sure how it handles 480i stuff. I'm assuming Bob deinterlace, but I'm not positive. Um, and also not positive if that might help you get around like resolution switches. That's something I need to check. Um, but I do have a board for that. So in other words, there, there's a scale. You have a very early N64 and don't care about D-Blur then you can get a very inexpensive board for. Do you have any other N64 and just want to you know, have RGB and, you know, d Blur, The Tim Worthington one does that as far as I know. I've never tried a Tim Worthington one since uh, the D-Blur was added into that. So I don't know much about how that, if it's like just part of it now, or I think you might have to do like an optional switch or something, people in the chat can probably can probably uh, tell you more about that um, than I can. I think there was another there was another pledge that I missed uh, to Patreon or YouTube or one of the other, from David Cannon, thank you. And then well, two, $2 from good old Blabler. Thank you saying so is ultra HDMI still the best option for the N65? <laughs> well well the ultra HDMI will make it the N65 <laughs> <laughs> you know I remember uh, you know the, just the dumb stuff that you know kids you know would would say you know during you know the age that we were when people still cared about console war stuff right? Right um, uh, uh, uh s- s- someone said uh one one of my friends said that one of his friends said that that oh actually they they messed up with the n sixty four uh and it turns out that it's not really sixty four bits it's actually only fifty eight bits <laughs> 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 um but I mean, blade blur, I mean, in my opinion, I, 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 I guess I like the ultra HDMI, the best still, although the, um, in 64 advanced does do a lot of the things that it does and gives you the option for, you know, analog output as well. But if you have no expectation of using analog output, uh, or at least RGB analog output. Um, ultra HDMI, I do still think is the best. Although, you know, it seems like every time someone comments on a, on such a video uh, where we talk about all th- these days, people are all like, oh, I, I can't get one. So, I mean, I don't have no idea what the, the current availability He's is. He's working
0: on like a new version of it that has. Uh, it's, it's the only one that has. I mean, it has uh, like analog and digital output possibilities for, for later systems that cannot do it. Oh. Like the early versions of the N64 that can be modded without any real crazy mods are, uh, uh can do, can do that anyways. Right. But later versions can't like Fantastic and all that stuff.
1: Oh, uh, wow. And there was $10 from Chris. Thank you. Saying this game looks great in 4K. I've been playing it with an HD texture pack that was scaled with an AI upscaler, which really brings out the details on the textures. I posted a few shots on the Discord. I'll have mm-hmm. to go take a look at look at those pictures. I mean, I've always been skeptical of AI upscaled. Really? I, packs mean, I mean, everything that like I've that seen
0: that. have uh, that kind of stuff have has always looked good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it looks good, but like I feel like. I would just, like, not be able to enjoy it because I would constantly be thinking about, like, oh, what did it do wrong? You know, is, is this really looking like this? I'll be looking everywhere to see, like, some some bad seams or something like that. Like, I'll, I'll just be thinking about it too much.
0: Huh. <laughs> I mean, I lo- like, the stuff I've seen from, like, Final Fantasy Seven and Nine have looked really good.
1: But I, I would like to try it like myself somehow get, to get a, a more balanced uh, look at it. Wow, there was $25 Ooh. from Joseph Gundel. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, y'all are going a little crazy tonight. I was <laughs> uh, saying, thank you guys for doing your RGB series. I learned a lot and now have my consoles connected to my FrameMeister via RGB SCART. Awesome. Wow. Thank you.
0: Uh, there we got an email that I have to respond to a couple of days ago. That uh, I, I'm not sure where they got got the idea, but I they thought that they needed a frame meister per console. <laughs> <laughs> like oof, it's gonna that get pricey.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's come up before in some capacity. Like, and it's like just connect it to an HDMI switcher. And then like, if you don't have like an analog switcher, just like plug in and unplug. I mean, like if you, if you literally don't want to touch anything, I guess you could have a frame for console, but (laughs) it would be a lot cheaper to, uh, to, to, to just buy a switcher.
0: Yeah. Uh, I do realize I, I missed, I missed, uh, scanning that boss, but it's okay. I'm I'm, 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 I'm not after the hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like if there's one bad thing that not something that this game necessarily did bad itself, but I feel is something that maybe hurt a lot of other games that were copying its ideas. I feel like scanning became like too much of a thing for a while. Yeah, Like, the game that I think of, I mean, this came quite a bit after this did, but the game that I always think about the most is Resident Evil Revelations. I feel like the flow of that game was seriously disrupted by the scanner feature. Ah. I just, I feel that that was something that a number of games tried to adopt. Yeah. And, uh, Uh, you know, just it, it, I didn't think it worked well. Y'all are, y'all are making it hard for me to, to, to keep up here. Uh, uh, $2 from for the love of the game. Thank you. You want more comedy games like time splitters? Um, I mean, I want more games like time splitters. They don't necessarily have to be funny. I mean. I will admit that going back to Time Splitters: Future Perfect, the uh, the comedy in that was actually a lot funnier than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to have aged poorly. Because, like, I don't. But it's funnier
0: than you thought, than you remembered it. Being well, like... I mean,
1: some parts, no, but like the the part that I thought was funny was was um, Cortez, like. At the end of every level, he's like, "All right, it's time to split," and then <laughs> he like really gets into it, and then like, like eventually the characters are just like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's so into it.
0: <laughs> well, if that was your catchphrase, would not you, Be? Say what? If that's something you said every time you're gonna do some time traveling, I'd be really yeah. into it every time I said it too.
1: I mean, I, I think I put a clip of that at the end of the Time Splitters video. Well, I mean, sometimes like modern comedy doesn't really interest me a lot. Like I, I kind of like, I mean my, like, I, I mean, there are a lot of like more comedy movies that I do like a lot, but like, most of the comedy movies that I like are stuff more like Ghostbusters or Back to the Future where like when I watched them as a kid I didn't it didn't even register that they were comedies you know Like it's more just like it's it's funny when you know maybe if you're a little older and you know, sort of appreciate the humor a little more. Not to say that it's like adult humor or anything, but it's like, it's more like subtle humor, I think. And like, but just as a kid, you watch those movies and they just seem like adventure movies, you know? Right, right. Or action movies, you know? Uh, and then there was $5 from Alan Batsford. Thank you. Thank you. Saying thanks, guys, for all the great videos. Your videos made me realize classic games just aren't the same unless it's on a CRT. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 you know, I mean, you know, I don't think it's certainly the only way to play by any means, but you know, there was a long time where I d- did not understand. Even though I've always liked CRTs, and liked like the aesthetic of CRTs, like I never really realized for a long time what was missing when I was connecting directly to my HDTV.
0: Right, it's it's easy to forget.
1: Yeah, I mean, for a long time, like I didn't even believe in input lag. Like I heard people talking about it and I'm just like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> and, and you know, and a, a lot of people still, I think are, are, are input lag deniers. Uh, but even though I'm not the most sensitive to lag, like, you know, it's, it's still real. Uh, and then there was $10 from Dominic Rinaldi. Thank you. Thank you. I I remember to tune in this week and you guys are playing my favorite GameCube game. Do you guys have fond memories of playing Metroid Prime when it came out? Oh. Or did you play it later on? Oh, yes.
0: I remember the day it came out for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I, it was, um, it was my first semester of college. And, uh,
0: I was done with college. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, you're old. (laughs) Um, uh, But I... uh, uh, It was my first semester of college, and I didn't have my car on campus yet. Um, My my, my, my parents didn't want me to have a car my first semester. Uh, They said they would bring it. uh, What was your, your...
0: Was that your first what was your first car did you have a car at that point
1: it was a it was a hand-me-down uh uh 91 jeep cherokee and then i got in a, in a in a in a minor accident with it the summer between my freshman and sophomore years <laughs> So that's when I got that that '98 uh, Subaru Outback that I drove forever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my parents didn't want me to have have a car there until the second semester. So I I ordered uh, most of the most of the games that I got that first semester were online orders from EB Games. Huh. So I remember getting this from my uh, uh, or actually now that I think about it, maybe I had my car. No, but this came out before Thanksgiving. I'm trying. Maybe my my parents might have brought their my car. They might have brought my car after Thanksgiving. I can't remember. But regardless. Uh, this this came out before then, so I uh, I got it, you know, from the, the campus post office from Ed. <laughs> nice. So I mean, I got the day it came out. I mean, at that time, like at least on the East Coast, like games always got to the stores like the day after the ship date, right like like you would hear like people in California or Washington or whatever like had their games on the release date but that was really just the ship day like on the East Coast we didn't have them until the next day so it was it was day one as as day one as it could be but yeah I mean I, I wouldn't I, it's hard to say if I have a specific memory.
0: I definitely remember going in.
1: I mean, like, I I just remember playing it and thinking it was amazing. And I remember taking my copy of Metroid Fusion, which I, you know, I got at the same time. Uh, I remember taking it to uh, someone's apartment so that they could unlock. That's how you unlock Metroid 1, right? Is with Metroid Fusion. Uh
0: Gosh, I don't remember. I, I thought you you had to use Fusion the yeah, they use the cable though, to link it.
1: Yeah, but I brought this, I brought it to someone's apartment so I could they could unlock Metroid uh Metroid Fusion or Metroid NES on uh on their GameCube. And there was also Plenty pesos from Lunita Productions. Thank you. Thank you. Can tell us a story, something about your lives. Hmm. <laughs> you, you, got, you got a story about, about your life, Corey? About my life.
0: About your life. I mean, it's, it's hard to come up with this stuff off the top of my head that is like, it's not related to anything. Um, I mean, we, uh, we
2: Trying to think cut of, cut, trying to think cut down a tree in front
0: of our like house recently. Uh, we cut down a tree in front of our house, and we've been slowly getting rid of, uh, turning it into firewood for our backyard. Oh, do you, do you have like a real fireplace? Yeah, no, it's like a little fire pit. Not not a pit, but it's like a.
1: Oh, in in your backyard. Yeah. Do You have a fireplace in your house? No, no. It's been a long time since I've seen a house with a real fireplace. Yeah, well, I mean, ours had a like, fireplace, like, but
0: it was our old. Like, one. it
1: seems like every time I see someone's house that with a with a fireplace these days, it's you know just one of those gas ones. It's not the same.
0: Yeah. If you do want to hear some good stories about uh, about Genesis games, you should go and watch the video that I did with uh, with uh, Chris from Classic Gaming Quarterly when we read through. Uh, issue number one of Sega Visions magazine that he oh. released on his channel. I think it was like last or middle of the week it came out.
1: Yeah, fireplaces are a lot of work but yeah. I- I'm very nostalgic for that, that smell. because We have fireplace in, uh most of the houses I lived in when we were growing up. You know, my my dad would always chop up firewood, and we'd we'd have fires in the winter. It wouldn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in terms of
0: like, I mean, just thinking about the the Metroid Prime release, I mean, I remember buying both this and Metroid Fusion the same day, and being blown away with just how good it was. You know, I.
1: Yeah, I mean I can't really remember when and all that I played uh, Metroid Fusion. I mean it, it was I mean it was all right at the same time, but I'm sure I played Prime first. Yeah. Well we got we got four dollars and ninety-nine cents from Briar Rabbit. Thank you. Saying, uh, hey, guys, thanks for the live streams. I get audio popping on a two-chip SNES through the OSSC on Live Gamer 4K capture card. Think a one-chip would be better? Hmm. Um, I, I I wouldn't expect that to be the issue. Um, so what happens with um, the OSSC and, uh, well, really, in general? Um, Sometimes it doesn't latch on to the correct refresh rate right. for the console. Um, and in that case, you get audio pops. Uh, you know, I'll hear them on my speakers. Uh, and so, like, the, the correct number for Super Nintendo is 60.08. Uh, 60.08. 60.08. Uh, that you should see on the OSSC when it's reading uh, Super Nintendo if you if it's not reading that correctly then um, just like switch to you know another input and then switch back to the you know RGB like if you've got the remote like if you assuming you're using RGB with the Super Nintendo you know one is the RGB input. So just hit like two, then hit one. And then like, if it doesn't sync on to 60.08 again, then just switch it back and then back. Like it, I don't know why it does that sometimes where it doesn't read the correct refresh, but if it's not reading the right one, then you'll hear audio pop sometimes. I Regarding the Live Gamer 4K, I I, I have not used that with the OSSC in a while, but uh, I, I don't remember having audio pop issues, at least not when it was 60.08. But every system's gonna be different. You know, something that uh has really mystified me recently mm-hmm. is that as far as I can tell, the correct number, the number that I see the OSSC read most commonly for the PC Engine is 60.05. Because if I don't have it read that, then again, I'll get like audio pops or something like that. Um, but what's interesting is that when I'm using the my camera to um, uh, sync up to a CRT for a PC Engine shot,
2: Mm-hmm. It's, the yeah.
1: refresh line is visible when I'm in that range. It goes away when I'm at like, you know, somewhere around 60.8 or 60.9. And that's the only system that I know of where the number on the OSSC does not match the, is not close to the same number that you would do for the synchro scan so you don't get the CRT refresh line. Very strange, I don't know why that was.
0: You know, the first time I pl- like for so long when I played this game, I didn't realize that the sound it makes when you're close to a power up or a- an upgrade. I never oh, realized. like it
1: makes like a there's like a it's like, like brrr, an ambient like energy sound.
0: Yeah, I did not know that for the longest time.
1: I... Oh, uh, Joseph Gundel, uh been donated five dollars. Uh, again' saying uh, i have a hundred year old house with a real fireplace but i just buy the wood at the supermarket for the two times a year i use it <laughs> I don't remember wh- i don't remember where my dad got firewood i don't think he like got it out of the woods or anything yeah but
0: my, my old house was he had a fireplace but it didn't really work that, that was 140 years old
1: I mean maybe he did i mean there was a little path into the into the woods behind our house and i remember he did go back there like to do stuff every now and then maybe it was i can't remember if, the, if he got the firewood there or not. but i remember him chopping it oh, yeah you had a hundred year old house didn't you yeah. glad not to anymore i guess yeah i
0: i, do, I really don't miss it at all <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I always loved about this game is the way that you could use the charged beam to pull items into you. Oh,
1: that's right, the Stream idea. Play some Famicom Disk System games such as 3D Hot Rally, Alcinchi Nicole versus Excite Bike, Doki Doki Panic, etc. I, I have all of those games except for uh, versus Excite Bike. Um, I, I feel like I've probably sh- streamed. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Probably. yeah. I mean, that sounds. I I I I I, 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 I might have streamed 3D Rally. I know I streamed that on Backloggery at some point. Uh, I like that game. Um, I I might have streamed Doki Doki Bank at some point. I definitely streamed real Super Mario Brothers too. Um, I I played through the whole thing on the FDS a couple of years ago. <laughs> but you know earlier when I said something about, uh, you know, the the dumb things people say like, uh, uh, you know, oh, the, the N64 is actually 58 bits, you know? <laughs> did you see the comment that we got a day or two ago on the Castlevania bit video saying, oh, great, another PlayStation fanboy, yeah. <laughs> I and did like, see that, yeah. And, like, say that, like, our criticisms for the Xbox 360 and Saturn versions of Symphony of the Night weren't valid. And, like, I I was tempted to respond to it, but I didn't. <laughs> like, I just find it really funny that, like, someone would think that we're, like, so pro PlayStation and, like, like anti-Sega or something. <laughs> like, they
0: were going to go out of our way just... For something so s- small,
1: like for a game that is like fundamentally a PlayStation game,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it is mostly playable on PlayStation systems. <laughs> like, come on, come on, <laughs> come on now! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sometimes I sometimes I feel like we don't talk about PlayStation enough.
0: Uh, sometimes it seems
1: that way. Like we go pretty heavy on you know Nintendo and Sega a lot.
0: Uh, we got a uh, five dollar donation from Adam Faircloth. Thank you. It says Emlik best channel on the webs. Webs Webs is with a Z. Thank well, I you.
2: I didn't it's, see that
0: one. I, I think it's you. I think it's not a uh, not a. Uh, it's just like a regular. One. It's like a Streamlabs donation.
1: Oh okay. I might be lagging behind on the stream since I put it in high quality. There was also five Canadian dollars from Sebastian. Thank you. Thanks. Saying, would you guys ever consider doing a video showcasing the new Dreamcast indie games that have come out? It's really interesting how the the Dreamcast has kind of become a a pretty popular platform for like new games for old hardware.
0: Yeah, it's going to be real interesting because now I mean in many ways the the PlayStation 2 has that possibility now that they've figured out an exploit that can easily uh, be I mean I don't know if you heard too much about that or not, but
1: I, I heard a little bit about it.
0: There's a, 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 a several donations here. There's also
1: Yeah, I'm I I'm I'm, I'm I'm catching up.
0: Uh, okay, I just want to make sure, because I saw no, it was not in the Super Chat. So sure. uh,
1: in right. the Super Chat, it's, it's out order from what I'm seeing on the stream, but on the Super Chat, it's five from Dominic Rinaldi. Thank, Thank you. you saying, I finally got my little brother to watch your stream. He is a PlayStation guy and thinks GameCube is for nerds. Thoughts? <laughs> well, you know what, little brother? I don't know how little of a little brother you are, but when you get to our age... You know, you'll have, you have your preferences, but you are just going to be so Ah, tired. You're you're not going to have the energy to like really care about like, you know, Uh. you'll look back at the energy you put in to say like, oh, this console is better. That console was better. This, This, this console is for babies. Like you'll look back on that and just be like. I can't believe I care. I was
0: not paying attention to what I was doing there. I forgot that there was like a time limit. <laughs> I forgot there was a time limit. I gotta go out through there. I mean,
1: let let us let's, let's get honest. Like, spending time with old games is for nerds, you know. Indeed. Let's 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 not be afraid to be upfront that we're all nerds here. Including you, Mr. PlayStation, who thinks GameCube is for nerds. Might not be afraid to admit it, but you are. And you're welcome. <laughs> you you're you, you are welcome to join us in nerd them. <laughs> uh, and there was twenty. Twenty from Michael Kamka. Thank you. Saying, I'm 21 and just began seriously collecting this March. You always blow me away with the level of quality and thoroughness ah, in shoot video. For your recommendations, I got an OSSC plus retro access cables for my SNES. Couldn't be happier. Well, that that that, 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 that sounds like the recommendation I'd go for. That's, that's a good start. I mean, only 21 and are already going going all in on the on the hardware with the ossc and the cables i mean shoot I, i'm i'm glad i already had a lot of stuff you know to begin with since you know i owned a good chunk of this when it was new and yeah never got rid of it <laughs> Same here but you know if, if you look at some of my old setup photos though like it is pretty crazy how much i've bought in more recent years that you know added to my collection i mean certain some parts of my collection were pretty small and it's easy easy to forget but you know i try to be smart about what i buy just buy the stuff that that i want to play you know yeah even if it sometimes takes me a, a while to uh to get by. I'll spent too much money at Retro Access today. I keep forgetting.
0: It's like once check. a month. Like she like puts things. She, she's
1: getting overwhelmed, I think. Yeah. Um I keep forgetting to check on Sundays and I need to I really No, it's not even every money. Sunday, it's
0: like once a month now. It's like one Sunday a month for like an hour.
1: Well, there I, there were a Two Sundays in a row or two or three in a row not long ago, but I keep forgetting to check. And the one time I did remember to check, I didn't realize like how fast it was going. Like yeah. Uh it um it was gone in like an hour. So I I missed it. Um but I, I really need to buy one of those Fortriflex uh Genesis 2 Male to Genesis Two females, so that you can like, oh, yeah, like a little short, like six inches or whatever. Right, right. Because my Neo Geo setup uses the Genesis Mm Two, and like it, it doesn't run very well. Like, I mean, it runs the system runs well, but the the cable does not run well the way I need it to run. So. uh I'm I'm going to.
0: Yeah, I'm in that same situation where my uh, Neo Geo cable is in my setup. It's about like like a foot too short.
1: I mean, it, it reaches, but it's kind of an uncomfortable reach, especially because it's one of the coax cables, right? And so it, it and it goes into the side of the Neo Geo, and then it has to go back out the back of the drawer, so it. It doesn't it it doesn't work too well. So lately, I've been leaving it unplugged except when I need it because I'm worried it's putting too much strain on it. So I, I want to get that Fortreflex, so that it'll be a little more comfortable run. Yeah. But I keep forgetting to check. <laughs> uh, I'm falling behind again. I'm afraid. Where is it? Where is, do I need like a super bomb? There's- okay, here we go. Here we go. There was there was another five dollars from Game Boy G U eighty two. Thank you. Uh, having all of the consoles that you guys do, is there ever a situation where you find yourself playing on emulator over the real hardware, uh, software emulator or FPGA? Um, I mean, fairly often actually, especially because I, um, you know, decided last year to move all of my analog consoles into a separate setup upstairs because there was just too much going on in my living room <laughs> to really support all that anymore. Um, so I moved my office and analog consoles by analog. I mean, analog video app, but not analog, the FPGA company. Um, I moved all those upstairs. And so my OSSC is up there. That's how I'm capturing my analog consoles. I'm playing them on PDMs. Uh, But for downstairs, I've kept all HDMI systems. And that's, you know, Xbox 360, PS3, Wii U, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, you know, the native HDMI output consoles. But also consoles that have HDMI mods. So I've got high def NES down here. I've got ultra HDMI down here. Uh, uh, a GameCube with a Carby, a GBA consoleizer, but also um, uh, Super NT and Mega SG. So whenever I just feel like playing downstairs, because you know I have my recliner here, uh, it's more comfortable, big screen. Uh, you know, if if I just feel like being more casual. Uh, I I do play uh, them down here on the on the FPGAs pretty often, especially for my just for my own enjoyment.
0: Um, I'm trying to figure out where the I can I can hear it. The item that I was looking for.
1: And you've like gone pretty crazy using the Mister for capturing a lot of stuff lately as well. Well,
0: not so much capturing stuff now when i have to uh like just play a bunch of things for certain things i'll use the mister um but if i'm like if i'm capturing specific things i try to do it on hardware if i can because uh i mean i'll stock up on on mr footage when i when it's time to do that video Mm -hmm. but What I do is like if I just am just trying out something or just playing something for a minute to do some research or something like that, I will always record it just because I have a hard drive that I've been archiving stuff to just for future use. And it's just it's convenient to have. You know, captures from the original versions, if I can. Um, Where am I going here? Is it Z? There it is. Let's see
2: if I can check in there. <laughs> this uh,
1: th- this definitely sounds like a Metroid-inspired uh, name here. Cradley,
2: sixteen
1: fifty-four. <laughs> uh, Five dollars, thank you. Uh, saying any recommendations on um, find a single modder for all your console customization maintenance needs. Looking for a one stop shop solution if possible. I mean, you know, to be honest, that I, I, I hate to say, it, but that's a pretty tricky thing. Um, you know, because we, you know that that is a problem, and and that it it can be difficult like' cause I was like, is there like someone that we should like feature like that wasn't an interview in um, analog frontiers and it's 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 so hard to say because like the the truth of the matter is a lot of people who do that kind of work you know burn out and I was afraid to put that in analog frontiers because like you know I didn't want. To like highlight someone's like oh send this person your console and then like you know like bob says at the end you know there's no way that if you are getting you know 10 consoles a week and then ramp up to 100 consoles a week like you can do the same amount of service and if you do that much you're, you're going to burn out and right uh or, or you know start having to cut corners and it, it can be difficult you know like people like voltar i mean voltar is fantastic Um, but he, you know, he's not always open for all types of mods. And, you know, I think he has like a a bit of a, a bit of a backlog. Uh, you know, then you look at like Jason from game tech, you know, he doesn't really do modding as a service anymore. You know, he, you know, he, he is involved in, in other ways, you know, either pre-mod consoles, you know, uh, helping, uh, sort of manage and distribute various mod projects for the people who people who are engineering them, you know, uh, it, it, it's, you know, it, it's a tedious, tedious business. And. You know, I, I wish I had more answers for you. Uh, and you know, maybe some people in the chat can, can give some, some better advice because it's been a while since I needed like a lot of mods done. I, I do right. need to, to get, you know, some more done sometime soon, but it it can be tricky. Like who to figure out, like who is good, who isn't incredibly backlogged. Like it, it is, it is, unfortunately it is a bit of a problem. You know, you, you, you can't necessarily count on the same resources being, uh, continuing to be interested in doing that for years and years and years. Right. Jonathan G donated two dollars, saying, "Did you see HD Retrovision is launching the Dreamcast cable? Is is there an update?"
0: I saw saw some uh, tweets about it, but I didn't realize that it was like it was it was launching.
1: Like when when uh, when it, when is it happening? I mean, that's that's pretty that's very exciting news for us because we've uh, kind of been hoping that that will be ready for us in time for us to do a Dreamcast video. You no, hopefully this year, we kind of promised a Dreamcast video this year.
0: Well, I mean, if it's that close to being ready, then it's time to fast track it. I know that last week I said that the, I was doing a video on the GBS control uh, for next week, but it's, it is, oh, yeah. it is it's I had too much problems getting it to do exactly what I needed to do in my setup that I felt like it might not be there yet that might not be not might not be ready for for a video right. as of yet. So I decided to well, it's, it's,
1: I I think also like I kind of need to be able to take a look at it as well because I have a VGA monitor and you don't. Right. I feel like that's kind of overlooking a key aspect of the thing. Yes.
0: So I know that like I'd mentioned it last week cuz it's like that's going to be the, the the next video. But uh, uh, you're just, going to be
1: looking at that probably much later.
0: Yeah. Instead, instead, uh, we're we're going to be doing a kind of an in-depth video, a video that it'll it'll feature in. Uh, we're going to be working with with Bob and doing a probably like a full-on RGB masterclass video on deinterlacing,
2: mm.
0: which is kind of a big big topic, and we'll be. You know, it's something, it's something a lot of people, I think, are are interested in. And it's 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 a challenge. Yeah. So that's that's going to happen. So the GBS control right now.
1: Saw a bit further up in the chat. Uh, Nikachu said, uh, "Hi guys, big fan here. Greens from Buenos Aires. Never played a GameCube game. Is this a classic for the GameCube?" Um, yes, I mean this is. This is probably. I the believe classic. if you were to ask. Most GameCube fans, this would be in the top three. Yeah.
0: For most people, it would probably be the, best, the top game. I mean, it probably is the best game on the system.
1: It it probably is. I mean, part of me likes Wind Waker better, but this game is better, if that makes sense. Like, in a, in a more objective uh analysis like this is this is in a lot of ways like it's 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 one of those games that comes extremely close to basically being perfect. Yeah. One of those very rare games. I guess and I I mean I don't know Resident Evil 4 in a in some ways could be my favorite GameCube game but like it's been available on so many systems. Right. And I actually personally like the Wii version the best because I really like the motion controls. The aiming controls, I should say. I think that's a, that's it is a, that's a game popular
0: game point of view for that, too. Uh-huh. A lot of people tend to like the the Wii version the best. Yeah,
1: I, John John does not like it because I guess it's a little bit blurrier. But, I mean, the, the reality is, like, the... the uh, I mean the the GameCube version is letterboxed, so I mean that's that's gonna be really blurry too, you know. Yeah, I mean I I don't I do I do not like dealing with letterboxed games from this generation like Resident Evil Four and Beyond Good and Evil. I mean Mario Sunshine is good, but it's <laughs> good ish. It's goodish. <laughs> I that, that's that's a good way to put it.
0: I mean I don't I don't particularly care for it.
1: For some reason Mario Sunshine is like my favorite GameCube game to pop in for testing. Like I just I really like the way the game looks. Well yeah, it's it's very very bright. Yeah. And the water looks fantastic and it's fun to just like run around Delfino Plaza. Um the blue coins are an absolutely obnoxious part of that game, though, and I feel it has a lot of structural flaws. But it's it's definitely the weakest 3D Mario game, but it's, it's good.
0: There's some talk of Eternal Darkness, and I think that that's that's one that I I need to play.
1: Oh, have you ever played it at all?
0: I've only I've only played a little bit of, like, one story of it, of, like, the opening. Oh, wow. Uh, it's been
1: a long time since I played through it.
0: Is that game expensive now, I wonder? It I feel like, like it, it might
1: be. At one point, it. I mean, I'm, GameCube prices have been going up so much lately that, like, I don't even know That's if true. it's like, I don't even know if it's like, do you have it? Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh,
0: I got real lucky with a lot of the GameCube games that I, that I have. Uh, I mean, there's 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 several games that I got just at Goodwill that were in amazing condition, Uh, totally complete, and this is like before the prices really started shooting up, and I got like a ton of them for like three bucks each. Like I got Pikmin one and two for three dollars each,
1: which is yeah. I mean, I I I loved Eternal Darkness when it came out. I, I saw someone in the chat saying I'm I'm afraid if it's aged badly, and I, I sometimes worry about that too. But it was it was it was it was it was very good at the time. Uh, where's this
0: last rune that I'm missing? There's like uh, there's, there's 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 several donations I saw.
1: Yeah, where where. Uh, I, hang on, I see Yush donated $3 saying better not be dissing the greatest game of all time, Mario Sunshine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Yush. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I I, I like it. I, I mean, I might even be a bit of an apologist for it. But I still think it's the weakest 3D Mario. Um, I, I read you first because I didn't see that one in the chat.
2: Uh,
1: so let me look at the others that may be in the chat. Uh, there was uh, uh, four fifty-five reals, I believe, from I'm going. I'm sorry for butchering your name, Guillermo uh, Sousa. Uh, saying you guys are forgetting the OG Luigi's Mansion. I, I. I love Luigi's Mansion. You streamed Luigi's Mansion.
0: Did I? I I did, didn't
1: I? I love you. I love Luigi's Mansion. I still haven't played three. I I got it. Oh, I see uh, Lord X Mugen in the chat said it's like $75 now. Eternal Darkness. That's not too surprising. I'm I'm actually a little surprised it's not more. Uh let's see. And then there was also $5 uh from Matt Lincoln saying was watching Bithead 1000 on 6th beer. They remembered it's Sunday and you guys might be live. Time to break out the nacho cheese dip and Fritos. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't I don't know if uh, nacho cheese dip and Fritos is a uh Sunday night Emily extreme tradition for you. But if so, that sounds like a delicious tradition. Uh, and yes, Aaron and Welsh, I see you and your $2 there. Smiley <laughs> face. Uh, I, I find y'all you, you are making it really hard for me to keep, keep on top tonight. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, thinking back to the, the one comment about, you know, do you, do we play on FPGAs or, software emulators ever, even with all the hardware we have. You know, I've said it before on a recent stream, but um, uh, we and our our friends at the Backloggery were really impressed with um, the net play on uh, RetroArch recently. Uh, You know, because we, you know, when you weren't, especially I mean we still really haven't been doing streams in person lately but especially once you know North Carolina was was stay at home except for essential business uh, you know we, we started doing our backloggery streams you know remotely and of course we're only like 12 minutes apart but we we played uh, a few games uh particularly um like some of the uh capcom um uh, dungeons and dragons beat em up games uh we were shocked by how good the net play was like it there was really no noticeable lag um for, again noticeable uh i didn't notice any weirdness like um Like you know, the any hitches and it trying to like sink back up. I mean, I'm sure various circumstances could, you know, make the situation much worse. But we were shocked how good that was. Um, uh, So that's that's definitely a really cool use for uh, for retroarch. We we really enjoyed doing that. I'm in North Carolina, and Corey is in Northern Kentucky near Cincinnati.
0: <laughs> it like shrinks into this little thing.
1: Wait, that was all it took. No,
0: I have to do each one of them. Remember?
1: Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Chris donated two dollars, saying, "Let's see if the music loop for this boss is short." Is, is that a joke about how easy it is, or something? Uh, I, I don't, know. I don't particular. I can't say I remember. It doesn't people. seem to be
0: any music at all. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe there's no music. I am playing this on a GC loader. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Maybe that's a bug.
2: Hmm.
0: How do I get it from... Oh, I gotta shoot it? I gotta shoot it so I... Distracts it, right?
1: That's right. Huh, an Extron HDMI switcher that messed up the brightness? It's kind of crazy. I would expect Extron to, like, handle things correctly. Out of my way. Never tried HDMI with Extron, though. Well, Extreme says that this game doesn't use streaming audio. So that would not be a... Oh, apparently it's a bug on the NTSC version 1.0.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, Meaning that it's like that in the... Oh, I don't want to loop, loop the first 30 seconds. Interesting. Okay, that's cool. So that's just like a bug that's like in the game. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So, uh, Redark One, you're you're near uh, limited run games and epic games then, and carry. Um. It, I, I don't know of really anything in that area. You know, every time I've talk to anyone that lives in the Raleigh area, they're like, you know, for whatever reason, it's just it's a terrible area for, like, retro games. Like, there's no good retro game stores in that area as far as I know. Um, uh, all I can say is I've been to some medical uh, equipment reseller uh, warehouses in... Elkin, North Carolina, which is kind of near Winston-Salem and uh, Salisbury, um, which I'm not really sure how close that might be to you, um, but uh, that's where I've gotten a number of PVMS. But my 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 advice for people is is to look and see if there are any like like medical equipment reseller, like warehouses in their area, because that's that's where I have found PVMs in person. But it's been a few years since I've really looked.
0: Oh come on! Am I gonna do it?
2: finally
1: oh we got a good old good old Adam Jenkins with 999 thank you thank you Uh, saying loved your second analog frontiers also drove me to watch uh, watching videos of Jose and also Voltar. the videos (laughs) are a godsend to the retro community and to its ever expanding families well thank you uh, glad to direct some traffic uh, toward Jose and Voltar as well.
0: Uh oh, why did I lose signal for a second? Interesting.
1: Oh, we got oh. two dollars from uh, Bdon Duh. three four three four.
0: The, we you. lost the game for a second. Hang on, it's coming back. It's not. It's it's because my AV receiver had been on all day, and I guess the the uh, the. The timer on it. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> when, like, I mean, I just have it on. I have it so that it shuts off automatically after eight hours.
1: Oh, okay. Ah, Be Don three four three four says, sun con- sun "Sunshine controls are awful. Sell or try to finish." I mean, I I feel like sunshine controls fine. I remember like when it came out. Um, it, it, it got a lot of criticism for its camera, like, I don't feel like its camera is particularly bad. Uh, it kind of just, I, I mean, it, it. Seems like a pretty typical 3D game camera, honestly. <laughs> I hated the,
0: the controls on it. I mean, I got mean, I, I got, I got used to them, okay. but I remember... I mean, I played through it, and I remember getting very, very frustrated many times. But I didn't play 64 really too heavily before it, so maybe I was... I don't know, not prepared enough for it or not.
1: Well, there, there's... Lord Mugen and the chassis, saying his controls are way too tight. And then Jack Daw says Sunshine controls are bad compared to Galaxy. I oh, mean, yeah. it's it's interesting because I, I feel like Sunshine is kind of a um kind of a halfway point between sixty four and Galaxy. Um, like sixty four is very. Loose and fluid and perfect. Literally perfect. And no one is allowed to think otherwise. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I've always said that I feel like. They were afraid to make the controls feel that fluid again. Uh, And they've, they've kind of trended toward making Mario feel stickier. Uh, ever since then. Uh, and I don't like that as much, but uh, I always felt like Sunshine was a lot closer to Mario 64 uh, in terms of Mario's like speed and momentum compared to the Galaxy games. I mean, he's a lot slower in Galaxy, I feel. But like the, the controls in Galaxy do work for the kind of game it is, because the Galaxy games are very different from Mario 64, because they are much more linear games and they rely so much on the you know going around the planets concept. Um, so I, I don't I, I don't necessarily see the controls as being to the detriment of, of Mario Galaxy just because of it being such a different game from 64. Um, but I don't know, like, I, Mario Sunshine is disappointing. in the fact, in terms of his controls, in, in the sense that it has, um, uh, uh, less moves. Like, you know, you don't, you've got, Mario has his dive, but you lose the long jump. Uh, you lose, like, really the normal backflip. Um, he's got a lot less he can do with the, the B button, um, in general.
0: His B button has no problem doing,
1: right? (laughs) That's right. Mario keeps that B button going in 64. And in Sunshine, he decided like, you know, I I had enough, I had enough of my B button action we got uh five dollars from uh aotz attack of the (laughs) zack who says uh to my homies to my aces whatever that means that that sounds like sounds like young young people talk (laughs) i not too up on the lingo these days.
0: Where's the other locking mechanisms out, Oh, duh.
1: Uh, Thank you. Y'all are making it hard to keep up tonight.
0: (laughs) Unlock these mechanisms. down and bomb jump timings. I mean it, all that, that for a missile. A missile, Gary. There's a that, missile that's a, in my house. <laughs>
1: so that's, that's really a pretty big ask that this game has of you, I feel, you know like I, yeah. I always felt like the mid-air bomb jump was almost like an unintended mechanic originally yeah probably i could see that and then you know they kind of like then you know you have to do it to do this (laughs) we got two dollars from dustin kramer saying it's dry lost weight y'all looking sexy (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i think i've lost a little weight over the course of the year you know, be, being uh, less encouraged to leave your house, you know, has, has probably made me eat better.
0: <laughs> See, it's been an opposite for me, but I mean, I luckily I haven't gained like too much. But I think it's just more, more not being out and running around as much, or 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 it might be the fact that having everybody here means that I actually eat. Like my afternoon meals regularly, like my wife is always always makes lunch every day, <laughs> and there's mm. a lot of times where I would just not
1: wouldn't eat lunch but so I, I i i prefer for like lunch to be my big meal of the day, and then like maybe a not as heavy dinner. Ah, Chris uh dropped another two dollars saying it's easier on the Wii because they add the jump ball. I, I did not know that they Oh that's right, you could
0: you could waggle to make it jump, I think, right?
1: I assume that's like a thing that you have to find. I don't think so. Hmm. And it's just the move. I, I do know that supposedly some visual effects look a little different on the Wii than the GameCube. Yeah, that, yeah I, you know, I forget the and, details, and, but I, I think people generally said that, like, the game looks better on the game.
0: Right. But I mean, you, th- you think of that, though, I mean, there was a time where, you know, you you think about things looking a little bit different on the Wii, and there was probably a time, you know, like now that's a that's a reason that for us to ha- want
1: to have both. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but, it, I mean, the Wii version has widescreen, right? It has to, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's that's you know, that's nice. Really, is that true? Did Japan never get the Prime Trilogy? Oh, really? Well that's what's really in, in the chat is saying, but Was I supposed
0: to have they, they the, seem
1: unsure. But it maybe.
0: Yeah, this is where it gets real did was am I supposed to have the space jump by now? Should I have gotten that before I went down here?
1: Is that is that the double jump or just a higher jump? That's
0: just the, the double jump. There's no no higher jump in this. It was just the double jump.
1: Um I feel like you get, I feel like you get the Space Jump and Fendrana drips. Is that right? No, it's in
0: the, it's in Talon overworld.
1: Holy smokes. Yeah, Show sure, I mean, show's sure saying almost a thousand viewers, which isn't true, but I just noticed there's 750 viewers.
0: Oh, really? I see. It's 628.
1: How do you play Metroid Prime? Dang. Joe Baumgartner is saying High Jump is in here, too. I assume referring to Magmoor Caverns.
0: I thought it was in the Fendrona or not Fendrona, in Talon Overworld. Talon? Yeah. I I
1: really don't remember where any specific items are, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's near the ship, because that's where I I was saying you could sequence break that on the on the original version.
1: I I never paid that much attention to what the sequence breaks were. Oh, what do we think of Other M? To be honest, I I, I like Other M. I'd like to play it
0: someday.
1: I mean, you know, the, the thing that people despise the most about it are, you know, it's story presentation issues, which is fair. But... I still think it's actually a very fun game to play. Yeah. Like I, I did not uh, complete it, but I was, I mean, I beat it, but I was like, right after I beat it, like I was really tempted to play hard mode and then go for like 100% completion just because I had that much fun playing it. Even though you know, sure. And in some of its story presentation aspects, it is pretty bad. but I I thought it was a good game. (laughs) Uh, Attack of the Zack is back. (laughs) Uh, With $5 and and, uh, he might regret it, putting his donation to song, if I'm to attempt to sing that. Saying donation, uh, I, I can't sing at all. Donation, donation, the money is raining. Gonna drop a dollar for my life and gaming. Oh!
0: <laughs> I love that when you when these things spit you out, they go.
2: <laughs> it,
0: it doesn't sound like a bug at all.
2: They just go. Bleh.
1: Uh, and and uh, five, five from Chris again. Thank you. Uh, Thank saying they got rid of the beam effect, like the ice beam freezing over, probably so that the beam doesn't clip into the camera, which I think is fine. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I it, I wonder if like the a lot of the different visuals were like intentional changes rather than people just looking at it saying like, oh, that's, that's
0: worse. Right. It can be that way. I mean, there's a lot of logistical things that they probably didn't consider yeah. or
1: that needed to be considered and uh, and $2 from Iowa Retro Gamer Dad thank you,
2: thank
1: you. I mean, happy gaming guys I need to play this one that yeah, you, you do. do that you do how, how do you feel uh, going back to this with without like n- normal strafing where you know the left stick is forward and turn i think the, the,
0: i think the can the controls in this are extraordinarily good
1: so it, it doesn't feel weird well to you, thought even though it's like not the normal no, not the normal no. it's like i person. mean you can
0: tell like i i it feels very very natural to me like I, yeah
1: you've 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 jumped back into it very very seamlessly see i feel like this game Pretty amazing, me actually,
0: and- just how good of a job they did. Like I saw, I saw. I think it was Firebrand X says, "Like, does anybody think that this game would be a lot easier with a mouse and keyboard?" And probably, maybe a little bit, but the I I think it's really something. Like they achieved something very special with the, the controls in this version of mm-hmm. this game. It's, it's yeah, really I mean, impressive.
1: I I think this game reinforced, uh, for me like. Well, my very slow turn away from the GoldenEye style of shooter controls. Like, I mean, the default, the GoldenEye default is, you know, very much like this, where the stick goes forward and turns. And if you wanted to strafe, you use the C sticks. Mm -hmm. And even when playing like shooter games on like PS2 or, you know, whatever, or, or any other shooters on GameCube, I, I still would set it up so that the right stick would... Uh, would strafe and look up and down. Because right? I always wanted left stick to just be forward and turn, just like, you know, in a third-person game, right? Um, and... You know, eventually I did adapt to, you know, the modern, you know, left stick forward and strafe, right stick look uh, thing. Um, But I I think that may have held back, like, my enjoyment of of shooter games for a while, sticking with that Eye slash Metroid Prime uh, thing. You know, just like I've said a lot of times, like, I don't, I didn't appreciate really what Time Splitters 2 did until decades later. No other game has really done that again, you know? Yeah. Because at this time, like, it was still not that far removed from, in terms of time, from games like Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. And so. When this came along, this was just a natural extension of the kinds of first-person games I already liked. Um and Time Splitters 2, like I liked it, but again, it wasn't like it was so relatively recent that I didn't appreciate just how well it utilized the Goldeneye formula. And until I revisited it, I just did not understand how actually amazing it is. Because <laughs> it's kind of, especially if you then play Time Splitter 2 with its default controls, which is right stick look. And of course I changed it to be more like N64, more like Metroid Prime. But then if you play it with like these more modern controls, then like it plays like this beautiful mixture of Modern and Goldeneye, and there's just nothing quite like it. And it's so, so good. Um, did I miss a couple? I did. There was uh, two reales from Rodrigo Fer- Ferreira. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, this game is so amazing. I'm from Brazil. Heart. <laughs> thank you Thank you. yeah this, it, is, this game you are is you are not amazing. wrong amazing uh and then we got ten dollars from uh rudark one well, thank you thank you so any chance to see some neo geo gameplay especially the shmups or the slugs ps thanks <laughs> for the nvs advice the shmups or the slugs i i could i could See
0: myself doing a Neo Geo stream sometime soon. I mean, I, yeah. I, my, like I said, my, my SCART cable for my Neo Geo is like a foot too short right now. So I'm, I need to get another one.
1: Yeah. I, I, I only, thus far, I only own, uh, Metal Slug games for my Neo Geo. Um, and I'm, I'm saving those for the, the backloggery streams for, for co-oping. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Corey, Corey and I have actually, we streamed, uh, shock troopers
0: a long time ago. Really?
1: Ago. Yeah. Where am I like, going here? probably you probably hadn't had your Neo Geo that long at that point. Let's see, let's see.
0: I wonder if I'm supposed to have the the jump boots, but maybe not.
1: Are we going to play through Persona 4 Golden on PC? Uh, probably not. I, I really I want to see what it looks like. I, I, I am really curious to see. I'm what hoping it looks that
0: that like means that there is a a console. HD. Yeah, the they, way, there but.
1: really should be a console version of that. Uh, I would definitely buy it uh, and would like to play it, but I've already played Persona 4 twice, so it's a little hard to see myself doing it again especially when I could maybe like dedicate that same time to say another playthrough of Persona five, uh, you know, which I, I haven't played the Royal. I don't have it, but like I played Persona four on PS2 and Vita. So I don't know if I would really play through the whole thing again, but I would totally buy it again. <laughs> I still <laughs> I need to understand. play
0: five, but now I see the Royals out. It's like, all right, I might as well just get that version.
1: I, um. Duke was saying he was relatively sure it looked like it had. Uh, I mean, I know he's got a, a smaller 4K TV, but he was pretty sure it, it was it was looking sharper than 1080p. So, if his analysis was uh, was correct, I mean, the even though the the Western version of Persona 5 came out after the PS4 Pro was out. I don't. I don't think it, it was out when it came out in Japan, though. But unfortunately, uh, it, does, it does not have uh, Pro support on, on the on the original release of the game, at least. <laughs> Attack of the Zach is back with five. Say money train for these guys so they can get a new RF modulator and composite cables. You know, I actually do need a new RF switch for uh, the NES because there, there, there's one that I've just got sitting in this, this uh, box that I just have cables that I use for B-roll and don't have actually hooked up yeah. because... One of them, like the center pin in it, is like loose and like swivels around. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. Uh, I, d- I do have one good one, and it's hooked up to that wood panel Magnavox TV. Um, but I-, I should get another good working one. Or really, you know, I don't need a switch. I just need to get a. You know, an RCA to F connector.
0: Straight I get, I get the wave beam on. next. I think, right?
1: Oh, I don't. I don't know. I feel like you remember the structure of this game a lot better than. Let's go around think. in a big circle. It's actually kind of crazy that you haven't, you know, that as much as you've played already. I mean, wow, I only just noticed it's 11 o'clock already. Is it really? Um, yeah, it, but as much as you've already played, like you don't have any new functions uh, for, you know, the, the D-pad or C. Well,
0: I'm about to. I'm about to just get the wave beam. I don't remember. I seem to remember. Where it it's is.
1: interesting how in in Metroid Prime, you know all of the beams stack, but in this, you know, they're separate.
0: Right. Or um, not? in and, and, and Super Metroid, they do.
1: What did I say?
0: You, you said Metroid Prime. Oh, yeah. Super
1: Metroid. But Metro yeah,
0: but Prime. I mean, that's because it's part of it's a major part of the gameplay.
1: Oh, right, right. Well, I'm not saying like one way is bad or the other. It's just they, they use them in the level design different. Right. But it is really fun for all for the mall to stack and and uh, Super Metroid. I mean, you know, a few weeks ago when Drum and I were doing that backlogery stream with uh, Super Metroid randomizer, um, it was really weird getting you know certain beams before others because normally you would have no reason to like disable. The other beams, and so you'd normally always see like you know, I forget which one you normally get first, but you know, normally you would always see like ice beam with wave beam or vice versa, you know?
0: Yeah. Okay, I I shouldn't have dropped that. I can hear the sound though.
1: All right. See, see you later. Attack of the Jack or <laughs> attack of the back. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for, for hanging out and sending the donations. We appreciate it. Did your SNES classic review get taken down? No, we didn't do one. Um, Mostly because like John Linneman did like a super good one. And like, there, we, we literally couldn't think of anything to say that he didn't say.
0: <laughs> am I, what am I missing?
1: But the SNES cl- Classic oh, is...
0: Is this it right here?
1: I think one of the best classics oh, uh, in terms about of about. its presentation because it, it has horizontal interpolation. um, And I think it, rem- it removed oh, the it's noise. Or no, it's, it still has the noise that the NES thats right? It doesn't it? I forget. What? Does the SNES Classic still have the noise? that I think it might, NES... but I, I don't it... know. I mean, I think you can disable it with the hacks, but. But the, the interpolation is huge. I think I heard it said, though, that if you hack them, I think that the NES Classic has more room for games than the SNES Classic. More space, maybe? I'm, I'm not real sure. I mean, for its time, the the visual design in this game is just absolutely incredible just in terms of, you know, having this very organic environment with, you know, these ruins falling apart around it. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, by t- today's standards, it looks pretty simple, but it just it's very effective.
1: Yeah. And it's incredible that they pull off all they do with the geometry with yeah. 60 frames per second. Yeah. Like it's,
0: it's. I mean, it's. A great I, game. I just. I.
1: I remember. I, I not. When I first played this, I remember thinking I'd never seen a game world that just felt so natural.
0: Yeah. Where are you? Just gonna make sure I'm not missing anything. Oh, I can go up here. Here we go. That's what I missed missed before.
1: Here we go. This hey, I one. once also thought S Video was the best you could get out of Super Nintendo. And I remember telling people about it for years. Like, oh, you if you don't if you aren't using S Video and you've got the I mean you've got to get if you've got the port like, you got to get it. Like, it's a big difference. Like you you weren't using it when I first knew you. Yeah. And you got it, and you're like, "Wow, yeah." I mean, you were kind of only just getting back into original hardware.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of my old stuff. Like, I kept, I always kept all my consoles, but there's a lot of games that I no longer had. But I mean, at, at that point, I was still like, I had taken a, a fairly long break from games—a several-year break—and I was, I was getting more into it. Back into it.
1: You were, you were, but you were, I assume, playing Wii games with component games, right? Uh, yes. So, like, virtual console and not
0: stuff. Not at first, mm-hmm. though. I,
1: I don't think well, I, Well, I'm sure not at first. Well, I well, mean, definitely
0: not at first because I was using, uh, I, I didn't get a HDTV in the first place until after I got married and that was 2008.
1: Okay. So, around the time you got a PS3 action,
0: I, no, I played I, <laughs> I played Metal Gear Solid 4 on a CRT.
1: Oh, wow, really? Yep. I mean, I did too, but it was an HD CRT. <laughs> nope.
0: I mean, honestly, I mean, I probably played <laughs> I probably played Metal Gear Solid 4 in composite. Probably to think about. And I remember playing it and thinking, like, I can't read any of this text. It's so small. Okay, so there's the. Back here.
1: Nice. I mean that HD Crt like. It's up there. You know. It, it it just, it was not all that good for. HD or SD, like you can make a strong argument for it for. For 480 i but, like, I remember when I got my, even though it was only a 32 inch 720p LCD TV, I just remember being able to see so much more clarity in PS3 games compared to that HD CRT because it just couldn't show that much detail. And holy crap, there's Super Guy 88 here with $50. Super Guy. Super Guy. Thank you. What are you doing? Thank you. <laughs> Saying so you guys are playing my favorite game, here's some money. Well,
0: <laughs> it's, it's a popular one. It's, glad, it's, it's glad,
1: a, uh, glad we can make your night because you made our night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, you know, this is—I was not expecting so many people to be coming out for this tonight.
1: I mean, but, like but we it, said, it is, this it is, is easily well deserved.
0: A, like, I mean, it, <laughs> it makes it makes total sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is a game, like I said, like, it it should be in almost everyone's top three GameCube games. Uh, And it's a strong contender for number one. I, I, I personally would probably rank RE4 and Wind Waker over it. But just barely. And when I say Wind Waker, like, Wind Waker, I acknowledge is a very flawed game, but I just really really love it this game as well as resident evil resident evil 4 and this game are like nearly perfect yeah one of the and key also, i'm not sure what that i'm not sure what that oh says. So so i
0: got the guy get that spider ball look love love the spider ball love love the spider ball. Oh it's, the, oh, it's the boost ball. It's not the spider ball. I was hoping for something.
1: Spider Ball Spider Ball's in this game though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or was it
0: it's, Or yeah. was it
1: Metroid was it Echoes? It's just, Metro just, Prime it's, two that
0: it's Just is just like there's it's the, it's the just,
1: magnetic there's the magnetic track in this, but is right. that
0: Yeah, Spider Ball is is late in the game, I guess well. Okay. I feel silly there, now. Because I thought it was
1: I feel like something that, some else from didn't something else from Metroid Two, like come back for the first time in Metroid Prime Two, though. Can't remember though. Are you going to play the new Avengers game? You know, I definitely I, not I, playing I, it day one. I heard
0: you have to like create an account, like it's like DRM locked
1: on console. Like, you have to make, like, a Square Enix account or something? Uh, something like that. I mean, I, I have a Square Enix account, but... I mean, because I play Final Fantasy fourteen, but... That's... Dumb. Um, I mean, I don't know. I found it hard to, like, really get much enthusiasm for that.
0: Am I supposed to go all the way back there, or do I need to go and get the... I get the wave beam first here. Um. Okay, so I gotta go. Do I gotta get the wave beam? Chris says yes, but I'm not sure if he's. That's for the space jump. Okay, I mean, that's what I thought, but. Okay, I can go there. Okay.
1: Abraham Kuzulu says RE4 is the only game I finished straight o- and straight away played all the way through again.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I've done that a few times. Not not, not, not much these days, certainly, but uh, I did that with Chrono Cross. And I believe I did that with Ocarina of Time. I might have done that with RE4. I can't remember, though. Chrono Cross is another game I really Re4.
0: need to replay.
1: Have you only played it one time? I played it like one and a half times. Okay, right. I I've played it a lot of times. Uh, oh, the edges to be fair that, though, a lot of those times shadow. were with the Chicago typewriter. Just just because I found it like really fun to just like blow through the game in like two hours. <laughs> Well, like expending no effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's my favorite game from the last ten years? Last ten years. Hmm. So
0: 2010. Gosh, that's 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 a tough one. I mean, part of me wants to say Uncharted 2, but I'm not sure if that was 2009.
1: Uh, that might have been 2000. That was it either 2009 or 2010. Um, gosh. Um. I mean, Breath of the Wild would be up there. Yeah,
0: it would definitely be up there, too.
1: Um. Ah, gosh. Um.
2: Uh, um,
1: ah, I forget that happen? I mean, man, a lot of a lot of stuff, really. Um, shoot, get out of there. I mean, I feel like I'm messing I mean on. just thinking about this generation is it just a uh, missile this
0: up there? I feel like it's not worth it trying to get it if it's just probably a missile. not
1: not right now
0: i I just haven't saved in a while. I realized
1: yeah I mean, it's hard to say I mean, breath of the wild feels like maybe a too easy answer, but I mean, you know, I've loved everything from, you know, all the Dark Souls, well, not I didn't love Dark Souls too, but the Dark Souls games are great. Um, uh, Persona 5. Um, Resident Evil 7's great. Resident Evil 2 Remake is great. Mass Effect games were very good. Although I I haven't like thought about them a lot since the generation ended, but I sure as heck enjoyed them at the time.
0: Yeah, I'd have to look at stuff over here. I mean, I was just—I was just thinking about Freedom Planet recently. That's like—that's definitely one of my top, my favorite games of the last ten years.
1: Oh, I'm, yeah.
0: I was had to capture some video of it for uh, the, the thirty-day game music challenge, and uh, I ended up like playing through half the game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, we got $5 from Andrew Ritchie saying, uh, thanks for all the great videos, guys. Some of the best quality and editing on YouTube. Are you guys playing any Mr. FPGA content? And yes, uh, we, we, we definitely, I mean, we, we should have probably done it by now, crap. but like last year we were kind of holding off cause we felt like,
0: okay, this is getting really scary. This is going to be.
1: <laughs> oof. Yeah. You're, you're going to need to be, uh.
2: Give
1: Not missiles,
0: actual energy, come on.
1: Uh, but like, we, we probably should have done it by now, to be honest, uh, but like last year we were like, well, we won't wait until like some more cores are out. And like, I mean, things are pretty crazy on it by now. Uh, so we definitely want to. And the next Analog Frontiers, part three, um, <laughs> Did you die? No, not yet. Um. Oof. Um, the the next Analog Frontiers will be. Uh, 'll we'll have quite a bit of FPGA stuff in it. so it will <laughs> it will feature there. Um, and you know, if you have some free time and just feel like capturing a whole bunch of Mr. stuff, like you should you should do that and then upload it to me because I can use it for analog frontiers. part three, if you were just in the mood one day, to record a bunch of stuff that helped me out.
0: Please be a safe room in here. It's not a safe room. I'm like terrified here. That's oh, a spider ball track. This <laughs> is like so stressful.
1: Is there a safe room at, near the top of that elevator?
0: This is gonna go. This is going back to the Talon Overworld, so. I mean I hope so. <laughs> it's more uh it's more challenging doing it like this.
1: <laughs> Getting I mean, honestly though, this is why I I'm I'm always a defender of the save point concept because you know, if you can just save anywhere like it takes takes away those tense moments. Yeah, well, I I think that's I think that's a healthy thing to have in in your video game.
0: Yeah, I know
1: you're coming out of here. Well, you got a little health there. I know I'm doing okay. I mean, right now you have about as much health as you start Metroid One with. Anytime you die,
0: you start with thirty.
1: Yeah. It's so annoying. (laughs) Yes. Didn't that quality of life patch that you fixed about like started with 100 or something? Or 99?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Makes a huge difference.
1: Ludicrous Fool says a save anywhere function can still provide tension while simultaneously alleviating the frustration of repeating long sections of a game, which, yeah, I, I mean, which is fair. I mean, don't get me wrong when you can save anywhere, I, I, I will, I will take advantage of that. And those are still great games, but like it's, it's different. It's a different kind of tension and maybe in a game like this per se, like you don't necessarily want to be repeating, you know, you know recollecting things you already collected but like i do think that there's nothing wrong with a game making you redo parts of the game after you die you know especially with like older platforming games or more like action focused games uh i i think that's well and good because i i often feel like the game is burned better into my memory when i have to Repeat uh, those uh, those uh, um, areas. So uh, you know, I especially for you know like old platformers or something like that. You know, I I think repeating the game is, serves a positive function of making me just remember the game better and, and appreciate it more in the long run. Uh, I saw, uh, $2 from Jonathan G saying, do you remember your AOL instant messenger screen names? Oh yeah. <laughs> of course I do. Does that still exist in any capacity?
0: No. Instant AOL aim is, is gone. Yeah,
1: gone. I, I, I thought so. I, I mean, I I stood by it for a long, long time. Um, yeah. I mean, even you know, I I was I was very slow to adopt like you know a third party uh, client. Um, I was I was eventually talked into doing Pigeon, which I don't think is around anymore either. Yeah. But it, uh, you know, it, you you could like put. A, your screen names from like multiple services into one client, but I still use my aim account as my primary account for talking to people for a long, long time, but you know, I mean the various derivatives of Triforce that I use, you know, originated from those days, (laughs) you know, it's just, and people who, you know, knew me first online, you know, typically continued to call me try. So
0: I made it to a safe
1: spot. It's it's stuck.
0: Uh mine was uh I mean going back to like being a teenager, I mean uh it was a play on <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh on uh, the smashing pumpkins song Muzzle. So I it was called it was like that same name but it was spelled M E Z Z A L. Muzzle.
1: You're 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 known to people as Mez for a long time. Yeah,
0: and it, like I shortened it like years later.
1: I, I don't know, think about. It. Don't you kind of wish we were trying Mez?
0: <laughs> no, no, definitely. Definitely not. No, I mean, I, when I I, know, I
1: think Mez is kind of a cool name. It, I mean, it's cool.
0: It's I mean, I guess. If you're if you're 17 this <laughs> was cool, it's cool. Uh, but yeah that was when I started getting back into like online like interactions a bit I guess uh, I decided to just go with my my real name
1: hmm we got, uh, we got five Canadian dollars from uh, Breath of the Wild, which, you know, we were just saying, Breath of the Wild, possibly the best game of the last 10 years, maybe. It's a contender. <laughs> um, saying, uh, with Sony's PlayStation TM5 SSD, the force elevator sections to load levels won't be needed. This is the power of Sony's TM PlayStation TM5. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> You know, I I wonder, it's going to be really interesting seeing if the ways that, you know, tunnels and elevators like connect parts of games. I, I, I wonder if that stuff will still be utilized a lot just because developers are so used to building worlds in that way and using them to like, you know, maybe have like a narrative moment during elevator sequence or something like technically you don't need it but it might be a good opportunity for characters to talk or it would just feel weird for the elevator ride to literally not exist you know what I mean like I mean I guess you could just do a fade to black to like speed it up or maybe you can optionally skip the elevator ride or something but at the same time I mean, like, the elevator ride exists and it should consume time, even though technically it wouldn't have to.
0: And there it is. Talk about that space jump. I gotta go pee Uh really quick. I'll be right back. I gotta fill up my water too. (laughs)
1: Okay. I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting because I'm, I'm playing last of us part two right now. And I mean, that game is so freaking gorgeous. Like it's very few next gen games, I think are going to look anything like it. Like it will, I mean, the majority of that game's look is just naughty dog obsessiveness. Like, like the average developer is going to take all generation next generation to reach that, that level (laughs) probably, you know? So, I mean, next generation is going to make it easier to, to, you know, you won't have to optimize as much to get to that level, but you should still obviously optimize, but. You know, it's it's going to make it easier for developers to hit a high bar of graphics, but uh, you know, it's it's obviously just going to depend on the the talent, time available, and budget. You know. Uh, yeah, there was, um, there was, uh, um, I I didn't read the whole article, but I saw Richard Ledbetter put an article on Digital Foundry, or I think it was Richard, someone on Digital Foundry put up a article, you know, about, you know, why 30 FPS is still going to be like the the common triple a next gen standard target. Although I suspect the balance of 30 FPS versus 60 FPS will probably be, you know, slightly shifted towards 60 FPS uh, compared to this generation. But, you know, uh, certainly this generation has had more games that, run at a consistent stable 30 fps than the previous generation did you know you look at the original the last of us i mean that was a game that uh had a lot of frame rate issues i didn't think much about it at the time but um uh you know I think by the end of last gen, like the consoles were being pushed really, really hard. And I think devs have, I, I was actually thinking about not long ago, like I wonder if, uh, you know, the the growing popularity of Digital Foundry has had a tangible influence on developers to hit that, that relatively stable 30 FPS more, more often than they did last generation. Like I, I mean, I, I, I think I bet most developers pay attention to digital foundry, and I, I suspect, you know, aiming for that that those stable frame rates, those stable at least stable 30, you know, which you know happens, I think more often than it did last gen, especially toward the end of the gen. Yeah, I'm not expecting to see much 8K stuff next gen unless it's like, you know, you think about the um, uh, Okay. I'm back. um, uh, I I think, you know, like I always think of like how on the PS3, the you had the pixel junk games from Q Games and those were all about like 60 FPS at 1080p. Which was not something that really you would see in like the big 3D games on PS3. Uh, you know, those, those were, were, were smaller games, with the smaller visual scope. And they could hit that 1080p. And that was always a special treat. But, um, you know, I, I think 8K, if it's utilized at all next gen, I think is going to be like in that small sort of 2D art or very simple graphics sort of context. Um, Yeah. I
0: can't imagine going all the way to 8K like so quickly.
1: Yeah. But it's it's actually pretty crazy when you think about it, how quickly we've gone to 4K because, um, I mean, you had, you know, you're playing 480p right now. The following generation, the first HD generation, was predominantly 720p. Which, if you think about it, like it felt like a big jump in clarity over this. But if you think about it, like by the numbers, it's not that much, really. Yeah. It's not even 2x. And then I remember. Well, it's kind of interesting. Was... Let, let me
0: grab it really quick. Hang on. Let me grab to... what? Hang on. Let me grab something
1: um and I remember thinking when the PS4 came out and play, playing Mac you know I mean Mac I love Mac um I remember thinking what a treat it was to be playing a full 3d game that was a native 1080p like that was actually using all of the pixels on my Samsung TV that you know, the one I'm using as a monitor right now. Um, that was, that was so crazy. And to think, to think in the same generation with these refreshed consoles, we would double the resolution. I mean, I know that especially PS4 does not hit native 4k all that often. Well, it's still like it's, that is the, the jump though from, from, on on average most games that on ps mo, most games on ps4 pro that jump is a greater percentage jump than uh the the extra pixel count from uh gamecube to ps3 or even ps3 to ps4 i mean it's a huge jump in the number of pixels that are rendered even if it's you know you know 1440, 1600, 1800, whatever. It's still a pretty big jump. And uh, Xbox One X games then hit uh, native 4K relatively often. So it's, it's crazy. The jump in resolution we got in one within a generation when the typical jump from generation to generation had not been that high before. It's, 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 it's amazing.
0: So this is kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> uh, in the magazine read-through of Sega Visions issue number one that uh, uh, Chris from Classic Gaming Quarterly and I did uh, last week. So there, this, is, this is June, July 1990. And there is a letter in here that says, First it was 8-bit games, and now it's 16-bit games. Shouldn't I just wait for the 32-bit game system to show up next year? and the answer mm-hmm. says you can wait but they won't be here next year or the year after that either remember it's not just power it's screen resolution right now home video games are up against a, tech- a technological brick wall known as the family tv set since the genesis pushes tv capabilities to the limits better game graphics better game graphics will depend on hd tv high definition tv which is years away Wow! So, of course, Wait, what, you know, what
1: month is this? What year?
0: This is June, July, nineteen ninety. It's just crazy to think that the actual terminology of HDTV, like, like, it was a thing in in nineteen ninety. Huh? That yeah. that
1: is interesting. That, that standard would have been like defined in a way that anyone would have known anything to write about but the thing is they were wrong they weren't at the limit of oh, what of, co- of course not of course not what we could do
0: yeah of, of course because
1: not but I 480i I, it is like I, I mean you know you and I were talking about not that long ago like when I saw Sonic Adventure for the first time like I had seen 480i and like PlayStation and N64 games without really thinking about it but like the 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 way the Dreamcast showed 480i was beyond, well beyond in terms of clarity than what I had seen before, and like I just I felt like, even though I didn't understand what was going on in terms of like interlacing and stuff like that, like the, there's something just about the Dreamcast like the, the, specifically. The world looked so much sharper.
0: Yeah. Like oh yeah.
1: Like yeah. you 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 said that it may as well to your eyes it may as well have been HD. Like it yeah. looked like infinite detail within that CRT. Yes. And we're not even talking 480p, which the Dreamcast could do, you know, but we're talking composite cables on a CRT TV. Like Dreamcast looked that good to us at the time. And they obviously they weren't even thinking about 3d games or just better capabilities. I mean, to think that you couldn't do better than Genesis in a, Consumer TV at the time was maybe a little short-sighted, but it is interesting they knew about HD TV. Also, I missed a $5 from Ben Brody. Let me scroll back up. Five dollars, but you have to tell us about the first time you ever played Goldeneye 007 for the N64. If you think Perfect Dark is better, spoiler, it is. <laughs> um I think I mostly agree with you on that. Like I do think Perfect Dark is better. But like GoldenEye, is easier to just like pop in and play. So I probably boot up GoldenEye more often these days than Perfect Dark. But Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark is better. Um, even though it's you know got pretty severe frame rate issues, I need to play through <laughs> the the three sixty version sometime. But that would be a lot of fun. Maybe I should stream that. That might be a fun stream.
0: What, Perfect Dark?
1: Perfect Dark on the Xbox One.
0: Yeah, you should. Do that next week.
1: That might be fun. Um, But anyway... um, But... uh, um, I'm going back to Fendron and Drift's. But anyway, uh, first time I played GoldenEye, um, I, I don't remember a lot about the experience of playing it for the first time so much. But I remember it was it was
0: too real to be real. <laughs> Probably, I'm guessing.
1: Oh, uh, I remember my first experience playing Mario sixty-four for sure, because it was too real to be real. <laughs> like I literally. I mean that's. Go-
0: that's, that's pretty real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, um... <laughs> like, I, I, like, I, I, there was, like, this disbelief that, like, li- like, it was safe for, like, this kind of power to being in the hands of the common man. <laughs> Like, I just couldn't believe that, like, I was allowed to take such a thing into my home. <laughs>
0: wait, wait, not with Goldeneye.
1: No, I, no, I'm, I'm going back to, to Mario 64. But, no, Goldeneye, I remember, um, uh, you know, talking with a friend on the phone. he's like, oh, you know, this, this Goldeneye game is sounding really good, like, uh, like it's not just shooting. Like there's, like you actually have to think too. <laughs> because like he was saying, like there's this part where you have to like blow up these—I uh, forget <laughs> if, the, if six or eight tanks in the facility. Let, let's let's say it's eight tanks. Yeah, you
0: know, okay. I, I can appreciate that thought. Uh, you got you got actually got you got think.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, I, I think most people didn't think yeah, of that they, in terms of first-person shooters at the time. Even though there was like, there were there were maze like, there were more like maze games, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, he, he's like, so the, he, this is based on something he, Which, re- he read. Uh, ma- I mean, probably probably
0: an unpopular opinion, but I feel like as I, I feel that I'm getting closer and closer to the end of Doom 2016. I think the lack of, like, really having the it's it start just like mazes in shooting is like starting to uh, feel like the game is a little bit too long for the, the amount of varied gameplay in it
1: mm. well, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it myself um but anyway um, go I, so he said like the, he, this is based on something he read in the magazine and he said uh, you know like there are these eight tanks you have to blow up. Like in my head, I remember envisioning like driving tanks, like not like the chemical tank containers there in the facility. But he said, but you've you've got like you've only got four mines, but you have to blow up all eight. So instead of putting a mine on each one, you put a mine between them and that gets both. And like at the time, that sounded smart, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we were, we were like, we were like twelve, we were thirteen, like right at. No, it's like
0: I I was about to turn thirteen. Listen, you don't have to, you don't have to justify it.
1: (laughs) I can, I can, I can appreciate that. You know, it sounded, sounded pretty cool. Like, it, it sounded like a different kind of shooter. And so, I remember he got it, and I, you know, I. I don't remember really what I thought the first time I played it, but it was like, it was the first time that I played a first person shooter and was like, I, I want to own this. Like, I want, I want to play this on my own time at my own house. Like I'm, I, I enjoy this that much. Like before, like I played Wolfenstein on my uncle's computer and, I'd watched friends play Doom and stuff, but I just, I wasn't that interested at the time. I I liked, I appreciate the original Doom quite a lot now, actually. But at the time, I wasn't really that interested. Like, I just, I just wasn't. And, uh, but Goldeneye changed that. And I was like, I, I, it was hard to find for a while. Like, I... I couldn't get it right away. I, I ended up getting it in like uh, I think a Suncoast video in the mall.
0: Oh man, I remember Suncoast because buying movies at Sun Suncoast were so expensive all the time. They were always like full priced.
1: Yeah, well, so I mean, expensive. Goldeneye might have even been like. I feel like it was like seventy dollars. There, it was like it was like ten dollars more than other stores. But like, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. And that's, that's literally the only time that I've ever, I don't think I've ever bought anything else at a mall video store. (laughs) But it was the only place in town that had a copy. I called everywhere. Uh, I saw there was a 499 from Ruthie Lett Let me scroll back up. Thank you. Uh, just ordered a Carby. Can't wait to up the res on my cube. Playing Wind Waker now. What should I go next for GameCube? Love the show. Mm. I gotta
0: get my. I mean, Carby Wind up Waker.
1: Waker. W- oh, Wind, Wind Waker's a, a good one. I mean, you could always always play this. Uh, you know, the the GameCube version of Resident Evil Four, even though it is originally a GameCube game, not not necessarily my recommended way to play it these days, just because of the the whole letterbox thing. Um, I mean F Zero GX. I think is yeah an awesome game. Yeah. The possibly the best looking game on the system. Like yeah. it's just so sharp and so fast. Like I, I just feel like so when I really want to show like a GameCube clip of a game that looks really nice. Like that—that's always a game that looks super nice and video capture like it just it, it shows off the system so well um same with um i mean star fox adventures like if you want a good looking game like that's also like 60 frames per second with fur shading and like fur shading on the grass Oh, I see. and uh it it's it's a pretty awesome looking game and i think a fun game to play through one time I think the the magic of it kind of broke down for me over multiple replays, but the first time through I thought it was a really good game. Um, I they, uh,
0: Super
1: one- Monkey Ball is also a or Super Monkey Ball one is the better game, but Super Monkey Ball two if you want if you want a game that is sort of a, a I think a tech showpiece for the GameCube. You know that's a that's sixty frames per second, widescreen four eighty p, and so is F zero GX and, um, uh, and um, uh, F zero GX and um, um, uh, Star Fox Adventures. There's and a yeah. soul, cal- soul caliber too. Yeah, I saw there was a dollar from you, uh, Yusha. I'm going to go ahead and read that one because I, I don't think that one appears in the super chat. Uh, it said uh, finally broke down and got a Path of Radiance for GameCube. Hurts so much, but once you play it, it'll hurt so good.
0: Is it? I mean, is that is that a good one to start with? If I was, yes. if, if I hadn't played Fire Emblem, I, I mean, I have many Fire Emblems, but I have not played any. If I wanted to play one, that's the one you would start with.
1: Yes I, I, I think that, that is a great starter one um, It's comparatively easy and but isn't the
0: like the direct sequel is really difficult, isn't it?
1: The direct sequel is one of the more difficult ones, but I don't I don't think you necessarily need to play it like it's not like the, it's, it's not like the story feels unfinished mm-hmm. in the first game like it's a complete story um it's it's a relatively easier fire emblem um and it's it's very good it's got a very likable cast of characters and um it's it's one of the uglier fire emblem games like it was when it came out it was not considered it was it it was pretty obvious that like intelligent systems like, did not really have much 3D talent yet. Mm-hmm. Um, my phone keeps thinking I'm talking to it. Stop. I'm not I'm not. I'm not trying to talk to you. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's, from a gameplay standpoint, I think that's a, a perfect one to start. I mean, I got it. I don't think I got day one, because I think I was... I think I was coming back from a camping trip with my cousins. I think it, I think it, I want to say it released, like, over fall break. And I I was.
0: Am I forgetting something here?
1: I was with my cousins on a camping trip. And I I asked them if we could stop at EB before they dropped me back off on campus. 'Cause I wanted to get wanted to pick up fire Emblem. I probably had it pre-ordered.
0: Do you remember what I am supposed to do here? Oh, there's no, here.
1: So yeah, for for Luke Lau, that's mm, another thing to play next on GameCube. That's expensive. <laughs> it's very, very good. Uh, David DiNuzio, uh donated $2 saying, ever play Hagane on SNES? Awesome. Uh, from what I've, the very little I've played, uh, it does seem pretty awesome, but I don't think it's like $1,000 <laughs> awesome or whatever it costs to get a real cart. Have I played Metro Exodus? I have the the remastered collection of the first two Metro games and I have not played them yet, but they sound very interesting to me. Yeah. They sound like they have like more of like a, they're like first person shooters with more of like a survival angle to them, which sounds very, it sounds like they're structured differently from most first person shooters, which sounds enticing to me because I'm not like a huge, First-person shooter guy. I'm always looking for something to be a little different in a first-person shooter. Um, I'm I'm falling behind. Y'all have been crazy tonight. Y'all must love Metroid Prime. And who doesn't?
0: crazy, man. Who doesn't? Crazy.
1: Um, I think next is Milo. Yep, Milo. There it is. Oh, no. Milo. $5. Thank you. Every copy of Goldeneye we get, my store, sells instantly. Our store also got ripped apart after reopening post-Backstreet Boys reunion tour. (laughs) (laughs) Was that something that happened near your store? Did people just... Bought everything you had? All the N64 games? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Goldeneye was... You know, I always think it's interesting because, you know, there was the the whole issue of people saying like, oh, N64 is a kiddie system back in the day. Well,
0: I mean, yeah. But
1: at the same time, you had like stuff like GoldenEye, which a, a totally different crowd was like getting into. And if you wanted to play games like that, especially with four players, like the N64 offered something that you couldn't really get on other systems i mean you know yeah there was multi-taps but they weren't all that well utilized you know i mean having the four ports built into it you know i i think a lot of people were ignoring like this whole other side of n64 at the time that uh, you know would have appealed to them if they were i forgot what i'm
0: supposed to do here
1: Don't 100% remember his boss. Does he like charge you? Do you like have to get him to run to a wall or something? I, I don't. And there was also two dollars from container seven. Just saying, great choice o game tonight. You know, I think I would've been afraid to play this on stream because I would have been afraid like, oh, like I'm I'm not really gonna get very far. But you you've made good progress on a stream.
0: How do I miss Flet's mouth?
1: When it's open?
0: Oh. There was also
1: two dollars from Ben Brody saying, try describe what you had for dinner.
0: <laughs>
1: well, uh, last weekend, I was at my parents' house and my mom made some, she, she, she was, she was excited to see that uh, that the grocery store had Buffalo Wild Wings Asian Zing sauce. Cause she really <laughs> liked that. <laughs> and uh, she, she made some, some chicken in the crock pot using Buffalo Wild Wings Asian Zing and gave me some leftover along with the rest of the Asian Zing bottle. So I had some microwave some bags of microwave rice in my pantry for a long time (laughs) Uh, that I haven't used and tonight I cooked one of those bags and put most of the rest of that Asian zing chicken and uh, a bit of extra Asian zing from the bottle and stirred it all up and ate Asian zing chicken and rice. So there you go. Let's
0: see where it sends me. I also also have some
1: chocolate animal crackers.
0: Should I I boot up something else on the... uh... On the old GC loader?
1: Yeah, just boot up something unexpected. All right, let's see. Oh, you died, I see. Why don't you boot up
0: Cubivore? no, does not any fun uh, let's see here should be something i that I have or don't have
1: i i i feel like uh I feel like you should boot up something like you could enjoy in a- w- without playing very much of but something. A bit outside the box. Like
0: uh Chibi Robo.
1: Uh Chibi Robo is not a quick and easy to get into
0: uh, I might, Monkey Ball might be might be tempting.
1: Yeah, I mean M- Monkey Ball is my go to pick up and play GameCube game for sure. Excuse me. Let's see. Let's see. I used to own Chibi Robo. I beat it. I wish I didn't sell it. I I liked it. I didn't love it as much as a lot of people do. So I was like, uh. <laughs> Ben donated two dollars, saying, "Corey, your dinner had to be better than tried. <laughs> well, no, mine was pretty okay. I, I enjoyed it. It was week-old leftover chicken, but it didn't really taste like it. <laughs> while you while you try to remember what you had for dinner, oh, I, I had hard- uh,
0: I had spaghetti. Spaghetti.
1: Uh, oh, it God. was
0: it was uh, is made with gluten-free
1: pasta. It's pretty good. <laughs> that the, was there any cheese or meatballs in it?
0: Uh, there might have been a little bit of meat in it. No
1: meatballs. Mm, I, I probably couldn't have really eaten it. If, if you have enough meat and cheese in your spaghetti, I can, <laughs> I can deal with it, but you know, uh, there was also $5 from show saying uh, when is Corey going to play moonwalker on the MD plus or MSU? Uh,
0: I'm afraid to like, we get in trouble. Like streaming because it has real Michael Jackson music
1: in it. That's true. Have you at least tried it?
0: Ah, uh, yes, and it's, it's it is very good. I, I'm gonna play Super Monkey Ball. Uh Should I? Maybe I'll play Super Monkey Ball Two. See where I'm at in the uh, in, the, in story, the story in the story mode. It gets hard. It does. It's it's very. Uh, it's kind of based on luck. <laughs> After a while,
1: yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, there was also a two again from Chris saying we should do a game night with Perfect Dark 360 online mode. Uh, I, I I hadn't even thought of that. I mean, I guess it's still up. I mean, especially since there's the Xbox One version. That's that's kind of an awesome idea. Actually. Oh wait, whoa, whoa. he says. He says the servers are dead anyways. Uh, I saw him say that afterwards. So are they? So can you not play it? At least not without an unofficial server, if that's even a thing. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Luke Loud donated four nine nine and said play Rogue Squadron 2.
0: Uh, I can play a little. I'll have to, After I play this for a minute, I will.
1: Yeah. I'm always I'm always down for a for a Death Star oh. trench run in Rogue Squadron 2.
0: I'm a lot more about the uh, Battle for Endor.
1: I mean that's so much more complicated though. So well, I mean it, <laughs> I, I, I I feel like it I feel like the trench run is, is much easier for just like pick up and play. I, I mean, I, I, I don't love the Rogue Squadron games. I like them, and I feel like they are some of the best video game representations of Star Wars from their time. But I've always—I I mean, know. you see this
0: like—I
1: prefer on-rail shooters.
0: What am I? What am I, The song I really like in the, in this game is is the music it plays when you're inside the uh, the washing machine. <laughs> oh,
1: amazing. I don't even remember. I, don't
0: I just remember it being really funny
1: sounding. But this game is like
0: someone, it's just someone like
1: someone a, a sharp game. and clean looking game.
0: Yeah, but someone says I I have I have PTSD of this of this game. It's like yeah, yeah this.
1: Okay. It just annoys me that, like, there is no, there are no 30 second levels in this one. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was part of the charm of the first one, is that, like, some of the levels are so short.
0: I mean, it's just, like, this just feels like it's completely luck, unless you, Turbo, your are you, if you, like, position yourself to be, like, in exactly, like, a specific place...
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that some speedrunners have this game pretty figured out, but yeah. Oh, okay. Chris, Chris says the servers are empty. That's what he meant. Yeah. So even if you aren't on the, even <clears throat> if you aren't on someone's friend list, which I I might have like Corey on my Xbox Live friend list, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it would be pretty easy and meet up. That's a fun idea. Like, I I should, like, maybe next week or maybe maybe another time. Uh, I, I should, like, play single player Perfect Dark. And then, uh, then, like, at the end of the stream maybe do some, some multiplayer. It's a great idea. <clears> hmm. <throat> Oh, Ben Brody, uh, $5 says, uh, says the battery in my launching it, DualShock 4 lasts approximately 3.2719274017385976393 microseconds. Thanks for making them non-replaceable, Sony. <laughs> I mean, can you open it and replace it with another battery? I mean, to be honest, the the launch uh, controllers were made out of much. The sticks were made out of a Uh-oh. much poorer material, weren't they? Like they wear down a lot Doesn't more, I, have, I
0: think. I must have. Um, I must have missed the. 480p prompt. Huh. I miss. I missed the four eighty p prompt. Oh. Hold on the B button. My B button wasn't doing.
1: But, you know, if you if you had it, you don't have to hold B if, if I know. the last time you booted a game was in 480p. It'll automatically, you still have to say yes, but it will automatically bring up the prompt. Okay. But if the last time it asked, if you said no, then it won't do it without holding B. Got it but I always hold B anyway.
0: I don't know where my... Okay, I do have my saving.
1: Before Ben Brody, Bill... I I missed that. Uh, Bill... Oops, scroll down. Uh, Bill Russell uh, said, if Perfect Dark uh, doesn't work, could play Quake 2 viewer matches instead. You you would know a lot more about that than me, unfortunately.
0: Quake Two viewer match?
1: Yeah, oh. I don't, I don't, I don't know what viewer exactly means, but am I doing the Death Star? Whatever you, you do, what you want to do. Uh, but yeah, Ben Brody, uh, I, I I've been thinking about that a lot lately, actually. Um, like, I, I mean, I remember thinking too, you know, when the Xbox 360, uh, PS, uh, you know, versus PS3, you know, rechargeable, you know, versus double A's. And then when Xbox One came out and it still used double A's, I think the majority of the world was like, come on, I don't want to deal with those. But now, like, I'm kind of on Microsoft's side of this. I, I'm not sure if the Series X controller was said to use rechargeables or not, but... Like, now so like, controllers
0: are like... A, like a billion dollars these days.
1: Yeah, controllers are very expensive these days. It's really stupid. Um, But, uh... I, I definitely have thought a lot like, oh, you know, I can put a pair of AA batteries in an Xbox 360 controller, and it'll last just as long as it did on launch day, but my PS3 controller battery is garbage now. And it used to be fantastic. I mean, the the PS4 controller, it was a huge disappointment how long it lasted compared to the PS3 controller. I mean, you could, you could binge all day long on a fully charged PS3 controller and have no problem. Oh, you yeah. can't do that with PS4. I mean, you can, you can get away with a six hour binge, maybe, maybe seven hours. If you're like, we
2: Luke, we're going after the walkers.
1: you know, playing the last of us Two this past week, uh, um, by the time I turn my system off, my controller battery has been reading, empty. and I get the low battery warning at some point while I'm playing. But uh, yeah, uh, I I I kind of regret the that aspect of the. Sony controllers now. To be honest, it's, and it's going to be a problem true. with Nintendo controllers uh, too.
0: Bithead was just talking about this. It's like as soon as you get that low battery notification, it's like it's it's the most stressful thing.
1: But you know what? <laughs> it still lasts for like an hour after you get
0: it. Yeah, but it still, if it still is stressful, and you feel the need to like plug it in.
1: Well. I mean, I don't like I I'm waiting your orders, boss. very rarely end up actually plugging ADA it in, but I, I have. And, but I have, I have been thinking like if I needed it while playing last of us, I've been thinking like, well, maybe what I'll do instead of plugging it into the system. Cause it's so far away. and like, I would have to have an extension on any of the USB cables. I'll, I'll, I'll probably just get my, um, Portable recharging battery. Yeah, you know, with a USB. Commander Skywalker, we've got Imperial Walkers approaching from the north.
2: Stop their advance. I hate the people. Oh,
1: getting... we got it we got five dollars from a Goma Zero Zero. Thank you. Thanks. Goma Goma double O. Double Goma. Uh saying so glad to see you guys are as pleasant on stream as you are in videos. Thank you for the content. Well Thank you for, for tuning into the stream. That armor's too strong for blasters. We do it every Sunday night. It's virtually it's, every Sunday night. We rarely miss unless it's like, like a
0: holiday or there's like, I mean, really only holidays.
1: Yeah. Or the only other time is like if we're traveling and that sure hasn't been happening,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for Gosh, I want to say, like, almost, like, it's, it has to be, like, five years now. Yeah. And we, we probably missed less than ten. Yeah,
1: it's pretty crazy how consistent we've been. There was also a $5 pledge from Creston Shirley. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Good shot, Jansen. <laughs> you know, I feel like Shadow of the I... Empire <laughs> made the Battle of Hoth like such a thing. Like, I always kind of got bored by games revisiting. Them. Yeah,
0: same here. Can I just say that that I feel like Wedge appearing in Star Wars Episode Nine for like three seconds is probably the best part of the movie. <laughs>
1: I think it was like it might have been less than one second.
0: Yeah. But I feel like it might may have been may have been the best part of the movie. <laughs> it's certainly the it's certainly the only part of the movie that I went and looked up on YouTube after it came out, <laughs> came out on uh on video. <laughs> Just so I could see the, the wedge part again. <laughs>
1: And like the back of the box, doesn't the back of the box for this game like have his picture and say like, yeah, well he, "Yo, know, yeah, he's, he's in
0: this. He does." Original
1: actor of Wedge Antilles. All
0: right, I forget how I shoot
1: that. Uh, ben Brody, back with five dollars again. Thank you. Saying my favorite Christmas shot. My, my favorite Christmas song is "Holly Jolly Christmas." My Burl eyes. What are your guys' favorite Christmas songs or music? Um,
0: gosh, probably Santa know, Claus is coming to town by the uh, the the Bruce Springsteen cover, probably.
1: As a kid, my favorite by far was Frosty the Snowman. I was I was pretty obsessed with Frosty the Snowman.
0: Obsessed. I, lo- I,
1: I loved I obsessed. the cartoon show. I loved. I how to shoot making, the, I yeah. loved making snowmen. One on. time. I put on my list Santa, like, you know, this, this is kind of kind of similar to the N64 that, uh, you know, I was like, well, I, I, I can't believe that like, like normal human beings, average citizens are given this incredible power to bring into their house. <laughs> One time I, I maybe got a little greedy. I thought, you know, there's no way, but it's it's worth a shot. Like, I'm going to put on my Christmas list to Santa, like, a re, a, like, an actual top hat that would, like, actually make a snowman cover. Like, one that works. Like, I thought, I, I, like, there's no way <laughs> Santa's going to give me this power. But, like, You know, I just got a trap. Just got a trap. I did get a top hat to put on my snowman, but it didn't do anything. (laughs) A little little, little plastic costume hat.
0: (laughs) One more pass. There goes. Oh, that got him. I, I was saying earlier that I, I really hate the uh, the voice actors in these games, except for oh, except really? for of course, Dennis Lawson as Wedge because I mean,
1: I mean I, I always remember thinking they were fine. I thought
0: I I just I hate time...
1: Gold Leader. Where are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, sure. I guess <laughs> I just never really never bothered me. We I, mean, I thought the Mark Hamill sound alike was relatively decent.
0: Is he's, he's decent if, if you don't have high standards for <laughs> for Mark Hamill?
1: Wow, well, for
0: Luke Skywalker. Maybe, maybe I
1: didn't at the time this game came out. <laughs> uh oh. I, I forget if it was. Uh, I think it's this game. I think it's during the trench run, or like, like the look at him running. I think it's the, the general uh, <laughs> is like we have to go like he says something like completely unintelligible that just sounds like he's like clearing his throat as he's saying it <laughs> you know what I'm talking about I don't you hear him say like Rogue <laughs> Squadron. I know, Sam. I know, Sandy. It's silly. It's silly, Sam. But you know,
0: I'm... I see. I love this. That the uh, that it recreates the shots from the movie, and I love that this. The shot where it's flying in between the uh, different frigates, and the music comes in, and it's like bump up, ba da da. I love that. It's such a, a it's long such long a good time. recreation.
1: I mean, you know, even though, it, like I say, like I've, right. I, I I much prefer on rails shooters, like dogfight games, and they're okay i guess but i've just i've never really it's, it's connected right. with them like probably these are the ones that i've played that i've liked the most i mean I, i've put a good bit of time into these games i tried to get gold medals on a lot of the levels and stuff but um uh, like regardless though like i feel like it this okay. game i i, I it, it, I, I feel like I've I've set, put it this way before in a video, maybe I forget, but like I feel like this is this is a miracle of a launch. Game. Oh
0: yeah, and they like made, and they they made it in like five months or something like that.
1: Apparently, it was made in a very short. time.
0: Oh, see, I love it. it's like such a good recreation,
1: and like it it still looks great. Like it looked incredible for the time.
0: But just like right here, all the Tie Fighters, it just it just works so well. Watch out! Interceptors coming in. Because even in the movie, just like when all those Tie Fighters fly, fly at them, it's just, it's it's like amazing special effects. Like how many models they're
1: coordinating for those shots. Yeah. I mean, I remember, Red leader, we're under just like
0: attack. Red Leader, we're under attack. It's like, okay, there's is three seconds. Okay, just give me three <laughs> seconds to actually respond to these billions of Tie fighters that are flying around.
1: Red Leader, where are you? <laughs> But I mean, this part of Return of the Jedi, like, I I just remember being so blown away by like how much awesome stuff is happening at one time in the movie. Yeah. I mean... Like, you've got the battle in space, you've got Vader and Luke in the Death Star, you've got uh, Leia and Han and the rest of the, the team on the planet. I mean, it's yeah. And like it, I just remember thinking like how masterful that was, and it feels like a lot of movies try to copy that and it
0: by having like, like three plot like, lines like, happening at the same time.
1: Yeah, and I feel like
0: I mean I as as a as a young kid I remember thinking that the Luke stuff was so boring because really they're just like sitting there and talking for a lot of time.
1: Yeah, it's not, I mean...
0: Because he's just messing, because the Emperor's just messing with him.
1: Yeah, but it's good.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's It's more captivating now than it was, like, you know, as a kid, I probably, I thought it was, it was boring.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, uh... Um... We must hurry. The... I, I would say, like, the closest, like, a Star Wars movie came to recreating the the action of this moment was episode one, which, I mean, yeah, I mean, Jar Jar and the Gungans on the planet, that's not as good as the people on Hoth. Yeah, the space battle has, you know, young Anakin, which isn't great. But, like, I mean, the lightsaber battle is probably still the best lightsaber battle ever, right? I mean, it's alright.
0: I don't know. I mean,
1: I... I mean, I haven't rewatched it in a long time, but... I mean, the, the the duel of the fates is a great music. Track. Yeah. I mean, I I don't recall feeling like that lightsaber battle. Was ever hot. Red Leader, we can't take much more. That medical brig not going to last very long. Although I feel like nowadays, like lightsaber battles aren't nearly as exciting to me as they were. Like.
0: Oh, as a de- teenager. Definitely, definitely. Uh but I mean I I feel like this is the this is the best space battle in the entire series. Of all of them.
1: Oh, easily. Easily. Oh, by the way, there was also uh XIY 47 with $10 saying, Rogue Leader, we need help! <laughs> Rogue Leader, where are you? That me- that, medical not go- you. <laughs> that medical frigate's not going
0: to... That medical frigate's going to blow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rogue Leader, we need you. You know, I will say, though, I always thought... I always loved the opening shot in Episode 3, though. Yeah, well I mean it's that that is a good opening shot for a space battle. Yes. The space battle itself I don't remember being anything special, but the the the, the first shot is really good. Yeah.
0: That, that, fr- that frigate's gonna blow! How do you say- whatever you- how do you say Lando?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm saving it. Oh! One more to go. One more to go.
1: Where is it? Oh. Where are ya? I don't remember ever using the targeting computer. Well. Oh.
0: (laughs) The the, the last one. (laughs) Are
1: Are you wedging (laughs) this fight?
0: (laughs) Yeah, is like, we lost the medical frigate. We're being overwhelmed. (laughs) I do want uh, to do a strike strike at the core, see if I can get it, go inside it. Get inside that Death Star really quick.
1: Alright, that's a separate mission, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Good night, Chris.
0: Fighters at point oh six. cover me, Wick. Watch yourself, Lando. <laughs> 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 Lando, he just like got blown up like immediately. <laughs> Millennium Falcon was destroyed. Watch yourself,
1: Lando. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's silly, isn't it? So, yeah, Lando oh, got blown up.
0: It's not Metroid because we're just just finishing up the stream. Let's see if I can... Come on. Watch yourself, Lando.
2: Is at .06. Cover me
1: you Yeah, did, did did we make a tweet tonight for the stream? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, you did. I did. Right.
0: <laughs> Watch the Falcon crash. It just, like, flips around like crazy.
1: It looks like you're shooting it! (laughs) Maybe I was. I don't know if there's friendly fire. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why I always play the the first Death Star level when I pop this game in. Because as (laughs) great as the Battle of Endor is, like... I don't understand why this
0: is so hard. Why am I having such a hard time with this?
1: Like this is this is I mean it's the last level of the game, and like you know you're just hopping into it cold. Watch yourself, Lando. Tie fighters at two
0: hundred six. Cover me, Wedge. Come! What the heck? Why? Why is this? (laughs) Why is this so difficult?
1: Is it because, maybe you're shooting the Millennium Falcon?
0: I'm not! I wasn't even shooting! Oh, there's a, there's a donation from XLY, it's gonna appear on the... Watch yourself,
1: Lando. Point Was there eight. another one?
0: Uh, I just came up, it just popped up. Are you getting too far ahead?
1: Oh, there we go. Uh, thank you. You might be letting Lando get too far ahead. I think you have to keep up with that. Orange indicator on the radar. Mm, maybe. OK. I mean, yeah the Death star is pretty big so run while we get ahead of them. come on faster I need to return the
0: ship in one piece oh, come on there it is there's, there's the entry. Star 2. I always love this shot of going into the... Oh,
2: well,
1: we Ooh. got uh, $4.20 <laughs> from Joe Woody. Oh, Thank so you. I loved this game so much back in the day.
0: It is definitely not running at 60 frames per second inside here, though.
1: Well, it the game generally targets 60.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I can see that choppiness, though. I mean, there's a lot of geometry there. Yeah. Did, did you get a GameCube at launch?
0: Uh, I got it, like, like three days after launch.
1: Okay. Or was it because I, I, you, like, I... weren't sure if you were going to get one? Or... Yeah,
0: I didn't really have a... Oof! Dead. Uh, I mainly got it because I played Super Monkey Ball and thought it was awesome. Huh? Ah. Oh, there's another, another uh, donation that's going to pop up in the in the video.
1: Oh, rears uh, the Blood with $1. Thank you. Uh, saying, were were the other entries like Battle for Naboo on N64 and Rebel Strike on the GameCube any good? Um I I remember liking Battle for Naboo. Um I've been meaning to pick it back up again. I, I sold it as I'm but I'm liking it. Um <clears throat> I, I know uh that uh John Linneman says that the frame rate is terrible. Um, but I remember liking it. I liked N64 games, so obviously I was able to tolerate some bad frame rates. Um, Rebel Strike is not that good, though. I mean, they, you've got the, the Battle of Endor and the Battle of Yavin 4, or Battle of Yavin, whatever it is. Is it Yavin 4? I forget. Battle of Yavin and Battle of Endor in one game. Like, they showed all the best stuff that they already had to show. Uh, With this one, so the way that Rebel Strike decided to expand it was they have these on-foot missions that don't play great. Uh so Rebel Strike is, is a fair step down. I mean
0: we got, we got probably the worst in than the series I would
1: say. Oh, what what is, what are you uh, linking there in the chat?
0: Uh it's just my headphone replacement pads.
1: Oh, okay.
0: There he is. There's your boy. Admiral Akbar. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the... the, uh... costumes and stuff in these in these movies are better than the ones that were, like... in the new movies that came out. The more recent trilogy. I just think the uh, the creature effects... the better
1: yeah i mean they did a lot of practical stuff in the right room. but right. even
0: but, despite but then that.
1: the ones that they didn't like you know that that what was her name maz yeah. like with the big glasses like she didn't look like she really fit in
2: nope
0: nope well it's about twelve thirty. Yeah, You know, I think how far I was able to make it in Metroid Prime, it really is a testament to just how good of a game and how well-paced it is. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. I I, I was not expecting you to make as much progress as you did. Yeah. And a last minute, $2 from Vanessa area. Oh. Saying another great stream. Thank you and thank you. All right. Um this is a great Lucas film or Lucas Arts intro.
0: Yeah, with the dancing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh well, look for the uh 30 or 30-day 30 game music challenge or rather this, the more like the 60-day game music challenge. Yeah. Out. And uh just be prepared to Leave it on in the background because it's going to be probably two hours long.
1: Probably longer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be as efficient as I can, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to get crazy with it. I'm not going to get crazy. I mean, it's
1: a, it it's a, it's a, it's an ad lib.
0: Yes, and it's fun, and it, it, it does, it does move at a pretty br- uh, brisk pace. I
1: think. I think the fun thing about it is that we did not share our lists with each other beforehand, so we kind of react to it. We kind of justify our choices and stuff. Yeah, like
0: and what's even I thought it was kind of fun, like about my list, and I didn't even realize it until afterwards. But I don't repeat uh, series either. Like everything is completely.
1: Yeah, I I repeated at least one series several times, but I just I couldn't help it because that particular series is so central to my tastes in game music. I feel Mm-hmm. so.
0: Well, there is a uh, last minute two dollar donation from Dominic Rinaldi. Saying, oh sorry for my sorry for my bro. G C isn't for new nerds, I disowned him. Uh, well rough, ma- maybe you just need to see the show down. him some stuff that that it, that he might not think think is nerdy. I mean Metroid Prime isn't very nerdy, I don't think. No. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. I don't know what else to, could convince him.
1: I mean it's a worse for nerds. I mean I didn't <laughs> I, I, I don't really think so at this point, but I don't know.
0: Uh is off-screen recording still an like idea being thrown around? What do you mean off-screen recording?
1: Like how to record, how to shoot off CRTs. Yeah,
0: you know what? I when when I do the game room tour, when I do my setup tour, I will talk about that.
1: That's a good idea.
0: I'll have a whole subsection on that. I was thinking about doing that pretty soon, actually.
1: What what was against the rules, Vanessa?
0: it's not from the same game it's from the same series i think the whole thing was English.
1: oh 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 against the rule of the the yeah i didn't repeat games i just repeated a series yeah i didn't
0: repeat series
1: i don't think i saw same series as is on the on the the rule they call that hard mode though that wasn't wasn't part of the rules per se. I don't. I, I don't remember it saying cannot repeat. Yeah, no, it's team. hard
0: mode is no repeat games. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't use the same series. So I. You could say that I technically is like the. Uh,
1: you played hard.
0: You played. It was ultra, ultra, uh, ultra. Hard or uh, cr- crushing cr- or, difficulty or professional mode.
1: <laughs> professional mode.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for everybody who donated and everybody who hung out tonight. It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun.
1: Oh, and get get better, Charles Drake, there. I see.
0: Oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you're oh. you're on the uh, on the tail end or in in recovery now. But, you know.
1: there's certainly plenty plenty of streams to keep you entertained
0: yeah like something like 270 this might be like the 270th one at this point anyways take care everybody and uh we'll see you soon good Good night. night